Flat chat. Episode 159. It's raining in LA. Everyone's sad. Custer can't stream. It is. I can't. Jaws, <laughs> Jaws is literally sitting in the dark. Out. It's awful. What's wrong with this? I like my mood lighting, man. It, you you, you blend into your chair, bro. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm wearing a very big black t-shirt right now with a black chair. Not my fault. Not my fault. Floating head alert. Look at that. <laughs> Why can't, you, right? why can't Custa stream? Why can't you stream, Custa? Because uh, <laughs> if it rains in LA, what happens is uh, the infrastructure of LA just the the rain it's just terrible. struggles, and I get like twenty percent packet loss on uh, my stream, <laughs> and then it goes down, and it goes down every now. Only when it rains, like if it's actively yeah. raining, it'll, that's what that's happens. That's bizarre. So. It's like there are cables underneath the ground. What is the rain be doing? Because LA doesn't have infrastructure. It usually rains like five days in a year, and it has been raining for like three weeks straight. So people are wow. people don't know what to do. It's just very confusing. Fine, what is, your, is yours okay? Your internet is fine, right? Dude, I'm great. Yeah. The, yeah, the, I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> well, I'm happy I'm for you guys. Me and Johnny, Max, and relaxing over here, and Connor's in Florida somewhere. The power I mean, went yeah, out. Yeah, rain means nothing. The power oh, really? exactly. in, my, in, in our neighborhood yesterday, but we were like one of the surviving houses. We just looked out at like a surviving. dark Los Angeles and we're just like, sucks for you guys. <laughs> it's fine over here watching TV. <laughs> Come over. Come on. It's the purge, bro. The purge just died. Oh, God. Yeah. When's it supposed to end? It's supposed to end anytime soon. Tomorrow. Over I think. There in LA? Or maybe today. Uh, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. I what is uh, Thunder? Did you guys get the Thunder and Lightning? No. Uh, no. Yeah. One we had Thunder and Lightning yesterday. Right. Oh no, it's raining next week. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Scott, unlucky. Well, I'm 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 going to I'm going to Canada. I'm going to oh, Toronto yeah. next this weekend. So Wait, what? it's, it's Ooh, you go to Toronto fucking lucky. cold out there. Oh, yeah, and there is it is very cold. Stupid yeah. amount of snow. So we'll see how we go. What why are you going to fine. Canada? I go to see my friends when I when I used to live in Canada when I first moved away from Australia. I'm going to see all that, you know, family and friends out that way. The gang. Mm. Nice. I'm jealous. It's gonna be fun. Toronto <laughs> yeah. yeah, was so good, man. So yeah. apart from that guy that wanted to clobber us with a brick, that 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 <laughs> no, was not epic that. times. Yeah, apart from, from the that. guy that wanted to clobber us with a brick, um, it was a nice city. Yeah, I really want to go to Canada. So I'm actually quite jealous now. I missed out yeah. on that. Uh, a good place. That homestand. Yeah. 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 You need to go. It's. Lit. Except for the fact that the Pearson Airport sucks. The Toronto Pearson Airport is a terrible airport. I will. Is it? I have. Is it? I think it's a bad airport. I, I think it's. Think it's I've been. Bad. I've traveled there a lot now, uh, yeah. as like many different times, and I can say that I've. Granted, so, sometimes I think it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes you show up and it's pretty decent. Sometimes you show up and it's terrible. So it really right. depends on the time of day. Also depends on the airline you're flying into. So I've had to fly WestJet, which is a Canadian airlines. All Canadian airlines suck. All of them suck. <laughs> They're all terrible. And Wait, all Canadians no, dude, agree with me. Air Canada, though? That's, that's... They're, they're one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst yeah, airlines. They're, they're yeah. a repeat offender, honestly. One of the oh, worst. Yeah, all Air Canadian Canada airlines suck. Was all right. For some reason, Canadian like larger tech infrastructure like airlines and internet are dog shit. And I do not oh. know what the reason behind that is, but they are terrible. So. True. I might have forgotten to press live for two weeks in a row. Oh, Johnny! Oh, we were counting down and you're saying go. What are you I'm not doing the intro. I'm not redoing the intro. I'm not redoing the intro. I can do it once. We're live right now, okay? We're live. Okay, okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. It's so confusing. Literally, it's so confusing because I pressed the start streaming button in OBS, all right? And the video okay. feed, it goes to like the YouTube live stream.
but and so like everything's live like i can see a video you know the chat's starting to light up and i'm like oh you know they counted down or something i don't get it and so then there's another go live button on youtube you have to press that i it's yes. like it, hidden in the top right corner and i just yeah. i don't know so you I, think I when you start the, the obs feed that it means we're going live to the internet it looked like we were like okay i'm having a okay i'm having a i'm, I'm having a rough morning here, a last, okay i messed up but <laughs> so people missed out on, on us discussing the rain in los angeles but and that's Canada. the only thing yeah and there's no, rain Custer internet fucking sucks Connor's still in florida yeah. Custer's going to toronto i cut my finger and i'm a floating head somewhere in black on a black t-shirt and a black yes. chair there you go and Boom. canadian infrastructure canadian oh, airlines canadian and internet sucks flows. that's it yeah, that's the that, that was the intro the there's the summary that's it that's the summary of it. This, this you know, people haven't complained. Our intro has been doing? too long, supposedly. What? Oh, I just, Who I just been complaining yeah. about the intros? People Who? Been, people say the intros too long. I'll fucking fight them in person. Who, yeah. who are these people? I'll literally I mean, take I the can, I, I, I can go grab the comments again. I just passed it. I was just scrolling through stuff and I see it in passing, you know? Oh, yes. So I'm, the, I'm not, like, one, I'm not honing comment. in on it. I'm not like, I'm just saying. I'm just giving you an anecdotal thing that I have witnessed. The intro is my favorite part of Pat Chat. Us talking about Overwatch, I couldn't give less of a shit. Like, I just, <laughs> I just want to talk about the rain in Los Angeles. I mean, it's off season, man. Just want to hang talk. out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Make any good bread lately, Johnny? Uh, I we actually did refeed the sourdough uh, slaughter a couple of days ago, but I was yeah. too lazy to oh. bake it. I need to. I've been buying. I have a stand mixer and stuff to make my bread, but I just have been too lazy to, to really get down and do it yet to like make the bread. So I just keep buying. I keep buying artisanal bread. There's really good baker bakeries in Miami that ship it up to this area, but I need to actually spend the time to make the bread. I you my, get bread delivered, like individually bread delivered. I'm, I'm sure you could. I go to a store and buy it. Oh, like, okay, okay. That's what but, I was wondering. Yeah. I, I no, I go to like, a... There's just a ba there's, there, the bakeries that are down south will uh, okay. ship it up to the grocery stores and they'll have displays with their... their I don't know, buy it Although when I was younger, bread. we had a milkman that would uh, deliver bread too if you wanted bread. So you'd just deliver bread and milk in the morning. That was a mm. long time ago though. I yeah, actually, I mean, I've never heard of a milkman since like 1950s <laughs> America. 1950s America maybe had milkman, I think. So, if they had like a Sawyer version of a milkman, like if they had an oat milkman, an oat then, milkman. Oh, yeah, if they had dude, an oat milkman, I'd go crazy. Maybe I'd do that. I'd oat do milk that is one. the best kind of alternate milk, I will say. I agree. Oat milk is the oat best milk alternate milk. Yeah, milk. I'd agree. Goated. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Why do you prefer oat milk versus okay. almond milk? Because I love oats. Well, almond no. just kind of, it's too much, you know? It just feels... Sorry. It's not as as milky, <laughs> if that makes sense. It feels like I'm eating, like, it, it, it tastes too sweet. It, it's wa it's very watery comparatively. Yeah. It is it's got a good texture. Yeah. Oat milk yeah. has got a very... They've also perfected the textures. And, and on top of that, and on top of that, oat milk is better for the environment than almond milk. Really? It uses less water and less, less water. Oh, yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah, less water yeah. specifically. Almost but specifically, it takes a ton of water. But almond is still, it's, so to be fair, not to dump on another, almond still takes less than like traditional dairy. So if you're drinking almond milk, then yes, you still technically are using less than traditional dairy farms. So good you're job. still doing a good there. But oat milk, it's God's goated. here. Though it's supposedly the oat, one that's closest oats. in nutritional profile. And the reason I know all this, because I'm insanely soy. So I like researched a lot of this I as I do my things. Is that supposedly soy milk, though, is the one with the closest uh, nutritional profile to actual oh. dairy milk, though. Oh, and I like soy milk as well, so I'm fine with that. But I'm an oat milk. Oat yeah. milk with coffee yeah. pops off. Pops oat milk off. with oats. Oat milk in porridge goes that's crazy. Too much you oat. double oat up. You nah, double I, oat that's up. That's too many oats. Custer used to be no. a barista. He would no know way. all about this. 
Uh, yeah, but that was like that was in Australia, and I think that was really before that was the before big milk. like. Well, no, before, before milk, milk <laughs> substitute popper, you know, like How it long was. How were you a barista for? Uh, a few years, but I was like, okay, no. let me let me clear this up. I wasn't I was a, barista a good for like barista. Two I was months? a. I was a barista at a pub, which is oh. like they still have. They still <laughs> okay. have like a full-on coffee machine. I had to do a barista course and all that kind of stuff, and I was making like proper lattes and like latte art. But <clears> I'm <throat> not like before people get it in their minds that I'm some fucking professional who's like making art in uh in the coffee. Dude, it was like can... I made the leaf that everyone knows how to make. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Oh. That's good. I was a I was a barista for two months. Fucking hated it. What? Shit sucks, bro. No, I didn't like it. It was People too busy. People are very particular about too busy. People are really particular. They're like, I remember this one um, like elderly lady that specifically asked for a specific temperature and then would just drink like the 100 degree, 105.76 degree milk um, that came with a coffee. I'm like, you aren't going to be able to fucking tell between like boiling and then like 105, dude. People are so. I, I don't get the need to be so particular when you go to a restaurant. Like, if you're going to be that particular, yeah. you should just make it at home. Like, it's one thing to have like preferences, but it's other to be like that insane. I don't yeah. get that. I'm going to be honest. I like it when I went. There was that one coffee shop I we went to. It was called like Bulldog Coffee with the yes, guy that was like that was super good. pretentious in Toronto, but he because he won like the Barista of the Year award or whatever for Canada. He was actually it was a great coffee shop by the way. Don't get me wrong, Bulldog Coffee, great coffee. If you're in Toronto, go there. Very Scott. If you go up there, go okay, to Bulldog, Bulldog Coffee. coffee. It's Don't very ask. good. But like the options, like he was, not, he would accommodate a bit, but like, it's very clear if you tried to step too much outside your lane, he would be like, shut the fuck up. Like he would right. be like, <laughs> Wait, yeah. yeah, well like, yeah, because he was like, I, I, he's like, a, I'm a, co I'm the coffee man, you know, like I'll make, I have a wide variety. You can ask for stuff, but if you get too crazy, like, listen, I'm better than you about coffee and I will, I will, Whoa, that's right. you, you know, like some people come in with the most obnoxious orders and like, do, just yeah. like random as fuck things. Sure. And it's like, it's, yep, that's it's the place. not that big of a deal. That is the place. It's yeah, good it's coffee very, though. Very it's small. very good coffee. It yeah. It's a tiny good. little place, but it's, it's good. It's good. If you enjoy coffee, I would, I would go there. Now he has all of his fucking placards up go, everywhere when you walk in. Yeah. He's got like, oh, yeah. like he's like, oh, Toronto champion barista and everything. And like. Yeah. It's very hoity-toity in a sense, but it's good coffee, and he's nice. It's just like I can tell that he won't take shit from you if you're gonna be like too <laughs> I love crazy. It. About as the soon as I showed a picture of who the actual person is with the name, you were like, "But he's nice. He's nice. He's he is. Guy. He is." I just want to be. No, I want to remind it. But I like that. I like going to a place and the person like they're gonna let you make some choices, obviously. But like, you can't go too crazy. It's like this is the menu. You can make some alterations, but like if you go too crazy, then shut the fuck up. Then like it's it's not your place. I'm like I'm the champion barista, not you. Here. Yeah, you know, like I like that. I I actually like it. What when did you possibly places, order like, for boundaries. him to be like shunning your order? Probably if you order it for a specific temperature or like you know X amount of coffee per milk. Or well, like surely if you ask for a specific temperature, you know somewhat what you're talking about. Yeah, but that doesn't well, mean that but that's you're like, right to ask dude, for that if you're making right? like four coffees or like four yeah, drinks, yeah, like, and then you want to heat the milk, and it's just like, what? Why the? Why does this pretentious prick have to order it like ten degrees higher? Like, no, fuck you! Like, I'm just pouring this. But Avast didn't do that, so I'm so curious what Avast ordered. I no, I, he I wasn't a standard coffee, coffee oh. but yeah, he's just saying I standard the guy coffee with oat milk. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, he gives off. It seems like he, he has. You'd have to go there to see it, to understand it. Okay, <laughs> you'd have to go to the place the to understand his vibe. You the smell vibe it that in the air. The, the pretentiousness. It just came off. As no, a, it's as the a way scent. he talks. It's the way he talks. The way he too. Talks, it's a whole thing. Okay. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. All right. Okay. You just gotta. 
You just got to be there. You got to be there. Good coffee, you have then. To be there. Yeah. Good coffee. Good I coffee. just drink the coffee black. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Same. You know, just instant coffee, baby, with one sugar. Let's go. Two of those a day. Instant coffee. Instant coffee. What the fuck? What the fuck? Dude, I had Wake Avril up. We're getting Avril to replace Joss. Get him in. Okay. In my defense, I do have an espresso machine that Mitch gave me when he moved. He was like, I don't fucking want this espresso machine. Do you want it? I was like, yeah, sure. Did the pods for like maybe eight months and i was like wait, wait you just said espresso shit. machine and then said pods those are very different no, things yeah. ne nespresso nespresso oh machine. okay okay yeah yeah with the with the pods yeah and he gave me the machine i used it for like about eight months and i'm like holy shit the amount of waste like mm. on, yes, yeah. like the pod like coffee pods i read a style out there fucking somewhere but like coffee they're, pods they're take up good. so much fucking waste like in the waste management fucking systems like it's ridiculous like how much yeah. coffee pods are. You can recycle like, them. It's bad. You can recycle some, them. Well, so, they, some, some you can. Yeah. And like a lot of coffee machines now are like doing recyclable pods or like they biodegrade. But like the generic, like normal brand, like plastic pods, like it's like extremely wasteful. Yeah, don't buy also, the shitty brands. I didn't like, it's good coffee, sure. But I'm also not going to pay like a dollar a day for like the pods. You know what I mean? Like you, You're not going to pay a dollar a day for coffee. For respectable no. coffee. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. It's... Look. I... <laughs> listen. Wait, okay. That's... It's pretty cheap. I'm, I'm a cheap motherfucker, okay? I min-max. I just min-max, okay? Uh, go, to Costco, go to Costco. I min-max that shit. Well, yeah, Two I, of those I, giant I, tubs I'm Just being instant. cheap is not min-maxing. Okay, just being <laughs> cheap is not min-maxing. I am min-maxing my bank account and min-maxing my life. Like, I, I buy the giant bags of, like... Raw, to be fair, I buy, like, decent sugar. Like, the raw fucking grain brown Sugar's sugar. Sugar's probably, like... Sugar. 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 That's, like, the least sugar in noticeable it. increase in yeah. price point. Because it's, it's just sugar. There's no way you can tell the difference between sugar... In no. your coffee, there's no way. Brown sugar is supposed to the uh, is the shit that's supposed to go in coffee. The white sugar tastes like shit. I'm just saying, and a lot of American sugar is way different from British sugar as well. Like it's hard to find just regular white granulated sugar without it being like hyper processed. So like the shit I buy is not like hyper processed, basically. But um, yeah, I just min max that shit. Like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's black coffee, baby. I just two of those a day, and I'm fucking on gaming. I'm fucking you know pushing rank one, bro. Dude, I don't give a shit. Gotta buy the nice. whole beans, okay? You gotta buy the whole, the whole beans. beans. Yeah, the whole beans to the grinding. I, I yep. used to do whole yeah. beans, but like then you gotta grind it every single time. Oh, it's loud. It's a lot of work. Johnny, don't I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I grind the beans every morning, okay? Oh, I'm God. with you. I'm on your side, Johnny. It's not okay? like you gotta you gotta fucking you crank it out in some old school 90s, 50s iron mechanic. You just like, <laughs> I have a, you I plug have it a in. One. Yeah. I even have the steel blender. I just plug it in, five seconds. Yeah. Get, take it out. Yeah, but then like the, then you gotta clean it, right? Like no, you gotta why? get it. Out on, because there's coffee all the way fucking through it. Yeah. Wait. What? What do you mean? Why? Because like, I would. Do you have a bird grinder or a steel then. grinder? If you have the steel blades, it's literally just like, just like this much of like room, and I just like the, the the beans are in there. I grind them. I pour the coffee into the coffee maker, and then I put it away. There's no like, right? compartment or anything. Well, what you do don't. Mean? Why? Why would you need? To, you only need to rinse it very occasionally because if you're just only using it for coffee, what does it matter that there's little excess? I don't know. I would always just feel like I'd want to rinse it out and just like get the old. Yeah, you don't have to do that. 
You can yeah, just, I don't know. You, you can I, just, it's I only for coffee. You're not putting anything I, else in there. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I, I used to do it because then it's also like, you gotta, you gotta compact, you gotta do that. Like I used to do all that shit as well. And it's just, it's more steps. And I like, I'm lazy. Yeah. So I, I went to the Keurig method of like- Min-max, baby. Chuck a pot in. I can, I, I have water, chuck a pot in, press the button. Coffee comes out in like two minutes. I come grab it at some point and fucking yeah. done. That's smart. We have a scale here. I started. I am pure okay. min max with the Costco co instant coffee. It's not Costa min max. Not grind his just beans. being cheap. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously I'm being cheap. Obviously, I go to fucking Costco. I get half a year's worth of coffee for like fifteen bucks. What's not to love? That is, the, I'm sure it's the least fair trade coffee of all time. The most conflict-filled coffee possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it might, it the, might be. Yeah, it's it the blood be. diamond of coffee. Is what's happening over there. <laughs> I do have a year and a half supply, so I'm good. So uh, just sign my lease yeah, for a couple of years. So baby, I don't need to go Costa for a while. Can't wait for that. Also, sorry to the people in the comments. Uh, I know you're gonna hate this intro because I saw the same comments as you did, Connor. See, I know people. <laughs> yeah. people say, no, they're gonna be losing their minds with this intro. We've been talking about coffee for like minds. 20 minutes. I'm digging up the YouTube comments. I call them out live on stream. If you don't like the intro, just skip it. Like I literally timestamped the intros. Just yeah. Yeah. You're you're spinning in Johnny's face for all his hard work he does. Uh, this yeah. is the least amount of work I do. Timestamps. Talking about COVID. Where is this? No. Okay. Last last week we just saw the, the Dave Bautista is actually like the best. Oh yeah. By the way, you guys are still one of the. You guys got universally grilled over your Dave Bautista. Yeah, because yeah. I'm right. Dude, the Rock, I'm right. Bro. About Dave, Dave Bautista is a far better actor than the Rock. He, he is fact. a beast. He is a beast. I, I like. You know, I like the guy, but I think the Rock it has a special place in our heart. The Rock walked so Dave Bautista could run. Okay, True. That is, that, that's what you need to remember. Sure. Right? I, I, I will give He's you. I will give you props for that. I will at least admit that the Rock innovated the wrestling to actor pipeline. I'll Thank give you, you that. However, I don't find him a particularly inspiring actor compared to okay, him. Yeah, I will, well, I will well, at least admit he's in a... Either, he's in a, either is Dave no. Bautista. Dave Bautista is also not the most inspiring actor Dave I've Bautista's ever seen. Dave only been acting for like a couple years exactly. comparatively. And you guys are saying that he has, he's better. Because than, his, like, his, his breadth of work is already better. His breadth of work is already better. His acting skills are already better. Okay, it's just yeah, he doesn't sure, have whatever. You know, potato, potato, right? Like, I don't know what you mean. Like, oh, his acting skills are great. Every single role he takes, he says like 12 words in an entire movie. What do you mean he has a because of the career. different types of roles he's willing to go take. What do you he's mean? He's the big muscular guy in every. No, role. he's not. He's not. They're different. You're only just because they're he is big different. and muscular does not mean Shows they're the only muscular. Every rock does the same thing. Yeah. The no, is... Dave Bautista was a replicant in, in fucking Blade Runner, and it had a very poignant, interesting insight. Like his his would monologue you, in the beginning of Blade Runner was great. Also, Dave Bautista and Glass Onion was not just big muscle guy. He also was doing an alt-right conspiracy thing, okay? So <laughs> that might. Okay? That was funny. Okay? That, that's different. Have I ever seen Dwayne The Rock Johnson ever storm the Capitol? No, I haven't. I haven't seen, I haven't seen The Rock do that. Okay? So that's fine. So uh, still waiting to see that one. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, he did Drax and like, whatever. That one was like, it was a Marvel movie. I did that's see, good. I, mean, I did yeah, see a TV yeah. commercial for a new Dave Bautista movie that's coming out. And I was quite intrigued, actually, because, uh, not that I'm going to watch it, but it's a horror movie called Knock at the Cabin. And he's like one of the Cabin lead the stars, or, like top cast in the yeah, stars with, a, uh, with Rupert Grint, who was in Harry Potter as well. Um, oh, but like, he's cool. one of the main characters in like a, like a horror movie. And I was like, what? 
Like, the Rock would never do this, obviously, because... To be fair, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the yeah. thing. Dave Bautista does yeah. roles that Rock... What he said, Rock just doesn't go do anything okay, other than, Okay, like, okay. Well, here's here's my shit. problem. is like, he is definitely doing a good job. He's on the right path. He's doing more things. He's expanding. But you cannot just say, like, he, he's only had minor roles until very recently, right? Like, he's only really started to get major roles in movies. So I think it's... You can definitely make the claim that he is a better actor and he has more versatility, but we've barely even seen him. Like, you know, like people are dying on this hill. We have 11 Fast and the Furious movies that we can go oh through for the rock. Oh, well, actually, oh, what is that even supposed to mean? I don't, I don't even know, know what just, you're trying to I'm say. I'm just trying with to that. piss off as many people as I can at this point. What? Like, I don't even like, know what the hell that's supposed to mean. I don't even care about the rock. People are saying that the rock <laughs> is a better, like, action action movie kind of actor but i could see dave yeah. bautista like surpassing him in like quality oh, yeah. of Easy. work Easy. yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's, we just that's, need that's them in a film to together and then we can find honestly i think that could if they were to film together and it was like a potentially good i what i want to see is a they did like the expendables where they got all the old head movies like action oh, movie stars yeah. like sylvester stallone and like arnold schwarzenegger and all of them came and they made a really terrible shit movie but it was fun because it was all the old like action stars together they were just still like insanely jacked because they're all still on steroids and then like then they're and, and it was just a fun good movie i want to see that with like the new age action stars pinchy and like just get all of them together but i don't really know like action wasn't as isn't as big as it used to be i mean like, you literally only... just add dave bautista to fast dave and bautista furious and, and that's that's it it's like the vin diesel but vin diesel's also i guess vin diesel is new-ish comparatively to some of them but like the expendables was like sylvester stallone like brock lesnar like yeah, Arnold really. Old, and yeah. Jason Actual Statham, you yeah. know, Dolph like, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Like, I mean, I guess, to, and then like Terry Crews, you know, I argue mm. Terry Crews is like a little bit like younger than that, but you know, I, I don't know. There's not that many like newish action stars, I guess, compared to like like the meathead action stars. I guess it's falling out of favor. Yeah, where's our meathead actors of the 21st century? Falling out of favor. We need a meathead film. Is what we need. A brand new meathead yeah. film. A new expendable. Yeah, yeah. Furious Eleven. The meathead. Ah, uh, well. Talk about over. <laughs> sure. Why not? We're getting on top of Fast and Furious. I mean, it, it, it says that the time is 10.41, but we've technically only been on for like 15 minutes. So it's only been a 15-minute show talking about... I guess that's fair. Coffee and that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. in that case, let's... um, We can move on. Let's talk about... Uh, you want to host? Go oh. for it. Uh, I, saw, I saw the menu. I saw the menu recently. Anyone see that film yet? Yeah, I... Oh, you meant literally the menu. Oh my god. I thought, I you, thought you meant you the rundown. <laughs> I thought you the meant movie, the rundown. The no, 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 not the run of no. show. Okay. Movie the menu. No, never okay. Seen. Well, we can't talk about that. You, no tweeted, you tweeted about it, yeah. And I it was, I was intrigued. Um, Fun film. What else? I mean, I we don't have to do movie talk. We can move into uh, what should we? What, let's do Jack's new video. Dude, what should we spend oh our competitive my. points on? In so, what the <laughs> fuck are we spending the competitive points on, dude? I have fifteen thousand <laughs> of those motherfuckers on one of my alt accounts. Give me something to spend them on. Give me tight. Give me red tiger camo from Call of Duty Four on my M sixteen A four. How about that? Thoughts on that? Red tiger camo. That you know that skin did slap. Hundred and fifty headshots on the guy. I, I, I was a blue tiger camo on the yeah. scar type of guy. Yeah. I was a blue oh, tiger on the, scar? on the scar or wait, on the ACS. Wait, the scar was that in though? I that thought is it not was in COD 4. The, I thought it was the M4. A1 oh wait, I'm thinking of Modern Warfare yeah, 2. I'm thinking of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, Modern like, Warfare no, 2. Yeah. COD 4. yeah, COD 4. You well, you could get all the tiger camos and all the guns, but the gold guns were the Dragon off the M4 M10 A4 for the shotgun. The AK, and then what was the gold one? Uzi. The Uzi for the uh, submachine guns. Did they not have a gold AK yeah. like 74U or whatever? No, that was only in Pro Mod. That was in Pro Mod and Mod 4. 
Okay. No, the COD4 SMG was the minigun. Uh, I thought it was, it was the PP, PP9 or whatever, PP5 or whatever. There was that one, the there was also the... P90? The P90, that's the one. P90, no. I remember running no, around the apartment cold. fucking map. You would going be a fucking P90 player. With you the P yeah, I would. P90 goes crazy with the P90. P90 goes crazy. In God 4. I went dumb stupid with the P90. Yeah, that and steady high. aim, and you don't need to fucking ADS. You Do just anything. run around yeah, hip fire. Incredible. Just like yeah. Absolutely nerds. incredible. That and the yeah. Spaz 12 in Modern Warfare 2 as well. Back when that oh, guy used yeah. to You know just everything wrong with the Call of Duty franchise. The true chat move was the Akimbo 1887 shotguns. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, that's true. Those were fun. Yep. Yeah, that was I fun agree. as fuck. Sort of to be fair, model, can we talk about that real quick? How broken that fucking game was, but it made it so fun. One man yeah, army, noob tubes. Well, it yeah, had one man army. Stupid, what was the what was the perk that made explosives? It was, it was like, like danger close. Danger close. Like, like, yeah, that, like the, like the extra explosive. Danger damage, close. Really. One man army with an AK with a fucking uh, grenade launcher on the bottom. They the had the Akimbo ATAT fucking sevens. They had the Akimbo fucking what was it? The pistols. Um, yeah, sure. Akimbo fucking P90s. That game had uh, Commando, Lightweight lightweight Pro, Marathon Pro, and Commando Pro with the tack knife on the fucking pistol. Oh, the tack okay. knife was such the bullshit. Let's use, let's use this what as an example of how entitled we are in, like, video games these days, right? Because we used to play, we just accepted that things were just flat broken and just yeah. awful to play with right but we no one ever complained we just Mono dealt with it because no we everyone complained back. everyone no, complained it's just, just we weren't online doing twitter it twitter didn't exist yeah exactly yeah. we weren't online and reddit didn't yeah, exist yeah everyone was still didn't complaining exist. Yeah. I, mean, I was in the yeah. i was in my party chat with my high school friends 100 percent screaming but, about yeah. the noob too but that's the difference is like these days people are like oh my god games never used to be like this now the developers suck yes, no, the developers have always sucked you know no one's ever been able to work it out because you just can't you know balance is difficult i mean at least for yeah. two was broken but it was balanced broken where you could play the p90 the shotguns yeah or you could, like, i mean that was rush. the thing right everything was OP. the acr had like no recoil or whatever it's called oh, yeah the, the acr, ACR. So yeah just, that was ACR. such a fun gun Loved to it. use man yeah such a fun gun. so it's well, let's like, just invent the time machine to go play cod Dude, oh, so I'd love to play. Aren't, weren't they like supposed to? Obviously, they've got the new Modern Warfare Two, right? But it's not like the remake everybody fucking new wanted. Modern Warfare Two that isn't Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, exactly. But it's not like the re everybody was like, "Holy shit, they re actually remaking Modern Warfare Two? That'd be fucking sick!" And then they just brought a new one. And everybody was like, like, "I literally remastered." You wanted a remaster? Yeah, because was that? Because the thing is, they remastered the campaign, and then everybody was like, "Oh shit, wait a second, maybe they do the fucking multiplayer. That'd be fucking awesome." Um, but they didn't. I don't even know how you do that. Like, I mean, obviously now, like play, playing WoW Classic that I'm doing now, like they didn't have that those files. Like those files were just like lost in the wind, and they have to like system restore it or somehow. Uh, like, well, there's I no mean, way you could like, like remake Modern Warfare Two without like a huge undertaking. Also, I kind of disagree because you can. Isn't Modern Warfare Two still disc. sold on the Steam's? Yeah, well. you can sell. Yeah, you can buy it on the fucking Steam store. Plus, you could just go buy it. Yeah, I guess it's an active really game on like Classic WoW back then. Yeah. So I also yeah, believe yeah. that if we went back and played Modern Warfare Two, like they did re-release a remaster and it. left everything the same, it would not be fun. Like I think people would I realize that how far we've come. In I games. actually disagree. I no, actually, no, you can't, you can't convince the perfect, me. No, it's exactly like the Olympus thing where you discussed. It's the perfect, like, mindless, mindless, just, like, run around and shoot no, for, No, like, you will get hour. frustrated in no time because yeah. of how shit the spawns are. You you just spawn, you just die to fucking kill streaks and all this kind of stuff. Like, I think people inherently have changed and they don't deal with that kind of bullshit anywhere near as well as we used to, right? Like, we used to just accept that shit, but I don't think we do that anymore. And I think we look through in the past with rose-colored glasses because they were the good times, but I don't think 
it would hold up anymore. I'd rather, I'd rather deal with getting killed by killstreaks and no noob tubes than having to deal with roadhogs and sojourns for like two months straight without anything happening no, to I it. I mean, biased opinion. Thing, yeah, but yeah, but like the, we opinion, I work with Overwatch for a living. <laughs> we, we weren't used to patches back then at all. Do you guys yeah. remember? So, oh my fucking god! Like it's going to show all of our ages at this point. But do you remember when you there would be like updated versions of the game, but like they were just on different discs. We did like patches on the fucking disc. You know what I mean? Like that shit. We're long gone of those about? fucking days. I don't, know, I don't even know what you're talking I, I'm about. I'm enjoying, like, the, 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 the chat right now, the live stream chat. It's like a battle between, like, let them cook, let them continue, come on. And the other person, <laughs> like, please talk about Overwatch. It's just, like, two We're definitely things. pushing the boundaries of We're what we can yeah. do with an Overwatch podcast. Hey, We're technically, technically all of duty, Activision Blizzard title now. Yeah. So, you know. I, I, had, I had one more thing. I, I had one more thing. Oh. I've asked, talking about the menu. This actor, am I the only one who don't like this actor? Who like keeps seeing her in movies and shows all the time and I'm I just mean, like, I, I don't enjoy? like her. What? Really? She's you fun. don't like her? Why Every not? time I see it? her in a show, I'm just like, why is she You in didn't here? like her why in Queen's Gambit? Here? I don't, I don't I like her work. I'm sorry, I just like don't. Is that Queen's on Gambit? What's, like the reason? What's the reason that you don't like her? Uh, the, the reason I... Uh, how do I, <laughs> how do I put this? You didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I don't know why, but to me, she just like breaks the fourth wall in a way. And maybe because I have this like built up like now, like I don't like her, like her work, where it's just like every time I see her, it like snaps me out of like me watching a TV show to like, just, oh, uh, why is she here? What, and, you like, think she's always staring at you? No, but you're like, not that guy, pal. I'm just like I, I'm just like it takes me out of the TV show. Like it's sort of almost like sometimes you you watch an actor in like a new show, um, and you just like associate them with a different show. You associate them with a different movie or whatever, and it kind of like breaks the immersion because you you don't really believe the actor. You don't really believe like the actor is yeah. playing the role. So well, why, why, use... what does that for it's just so you just have that feeling attached to her because she hasn't I wouldn't say she started any sort of like other than Queen's Gambit. Yeah, she hasn't started than... anything that's like a definitive series. She wasn't Peaky she Blinders the last season of Peaky Blinders as well. Is that was she... it, what your Peaky Blinders head and that's what did it? I, Is that... I don't think she was out of place in Peaky Blinders though. I think she fit the bill pretty well for like the pinup, you know, like mafia. All of her big movies are good. The Northman, Last Night in Soho, Witch, The Menu, all fantastic. Even Split, which was an, objectively, I don't think was an amazing film, but it was fun. I just wanted to get Good. a vibe check if like Anya Taylor-Joy is like universally like appreciated and beloved. If, and if I'm the only one who's at my TV, like, can I see less of her? So I guess I I'm, the, I'm like thinking the Undertaker. I think most people like her. Yeah, right. you're, you're, I think okay. you're on the outside for this. Okay, I just wanted to get the vibe check. All right, good to know. Well, we can move on now. Someone translated, uh, Johnny, can we please start talking about Overwatch? Google translated it in Swedish. No, I understand. I understand now. <laughs> we must, we must get, 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 oh, speak about the through. Overwatch. Yes. They've broken through. They've broken through the Swedish barrier. All right, here we go. Um, I want to start with this today. Um, and it's a topic like, usually we talk about like the transfers, the... Um, you know, players leaving or joining teams, whatever, talking about our teams, whatever. But um, and today I want to talk about uh, some of the OWL players, former OWL players who joined Maryville Esports. And it turned into a bit of a conversation on Twitter yesterday. Uh, admittedly, um, I, I, I've not been totally kept up to date until this morning. So there might have been a few more replies. But it basically kickstarted this conversation that like, this is 
quote-unquote, I don't, that's not the right word, but like unfair that Overwatch League players are now going into the collegiate scene um, and competing with players who are obviously like amateurs or like trying to break through in some capacity. Um, I wouldn't say it's unheard of, but it sparked a conversation that was really weird, in my opinion, because I don't see any problem whatsoever, that like Overwatch League players are now choosing to compete in collegiate rather than contenders and tier two instead. So I just wanted to get a vibe check. What do you guys do? You guys read into this anything at all? Jaws, your camera is totally fucked. I did. Um, <laughs> what the or, fuck? You can see the car on my finger. What, 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 what's like your stance on collegiate versus contenders moving forward, <laughs> yeah. I suppose? Oh, right. just oh, no, there I, I am. I, 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 I'll go first because this is, you know, I read a comment that was kind of true. It's like, I see everyone reacting and getting upset that people are getting upset about this collegiate thing, but I haven't really seen a lot of people genuinely upset in the collegiate scene about this happening. It feels like a very, like, small number of people actually complaining. I have no idea why you would ever complain about a player going to collegiate. This allows a person who's gone from Overwatch League, who probably, you know, none of these guys are, if they're signing to Collegiate, they probably didn't have a good Overwatch League offer. So they were like, well, I'm just going to go to Collegiate. I can get a degree. I can start preparing for my future. I don't understand why anyone would get upset of that. And if you are saying it's like, oh, they're just going to go in and win uh, Collegiate. It's like, okay, yeah, they're going to dominate. They have an incredible team, but isn't like you think these players are coming to collegiate to prove that they can win collegiate? Like, I don't think the, these guys are probably going to win collegiate. Is that going to be this massive thing on their resume that's going to get them into the Overwatch League in the future? Probably not, right? Because the collegiate competition hasn't gotten to that point yet. Maybe these kind of players signing will start boosting the collegiate scene and we'll start to see contenders, players, and teams move more towards collegiate, which is a net positive for the ecosystem as a whole. So I don't, I don't understand where any of this negativity is coming from. Congratulations to all these guys who are hopefully going to be able to get a degree. I, I, one last thing. I saw someone be like, oh, they're just going to not try at college and then win collegiate and then leave. And it's like, why would you? <laughs> congratulations, you won collegiate. That's good. But like, why would you not? That's just a bad life choice. Like, at least if you're going to be in collegiate, get a degree. You're like, you know how expensive tuition is? So I, I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, seems like. The comic of like the dude putting up i think i saw one negative comment i yeah. saw one negative comment i think that's what everyone reacted to um and to be fair and also to be fair i don't think i have been guilty of that in the past too i think so i think it's definitely something that like one of those things we have to work on your bias when and this includes myself of like sometimes you see a comment and you're like i can't believe people are saying this and by people it's like one dude yeah. <laughs> it's like one guy you've been one guy oh, so, so literally like, you 15 minutes ago uh people are hating no, on our intros no that's fake news that's fake news that is I fake said I, I saw, saw them too i didn't say they were i said people were getting annoyed with the intros because how long were they and you literally just read the live chat of people getting annoyed with the intro so you're twisting my this is the lame stream media here the late like actually but like I do think that collegiate is, in my opinion, also as another fact check, how many currently active academy teams are there? I think there's one if you include O2 Blast, essentially, because T1 yeah, yeah. is maybe returning. We don't know if T1's coming back because T1 released its roster in Korea, and I don't know if they've announced a new one yet. I don't think they have. So the reality is also the academy system is fucking dead. It's gone, obliterated, smashed to atoms. Um, and tier two in general in esports is generally 
like kind of like I mean, there's even some controversy right now in Valorant with how they're doing their tier two system because they have like directly invited a bunch of teams that didn't make franchising, even though there's all new rosters. It's been several months since competitions occurred, and the reason and a lot of the reason that that could occur is because these organizations and a lot of orgs even said that is that they've invested in the ecosystem, right? So they're getting invited to go to these events because it's really hard to keep people invested in tier two esports. Even tier two esports, or not tier two esports, not calling Valorant tier two esports, or rather the tier two system of esports. Like, um, because it's really hard to see sustainability in that. And like, it's, so it's not a uniquely Overwatch problem. It's the same problem with like CS. There's like very little sustainability. And like, even though they have an open circuit, like it's just a money pit, you know? And so I think the, the reality is uh, for contenders, and, and I've already said this, I think about a year or two ago, honestly, um, but like I think you, it should just be collegiate. Should just be tier two. Yeah, agreed. Ways. I yeah. think contenders and collegiate should just be tier two. It makes the most sense. There's and a reason that collegiate invests in it, regardless of returning a profit, right? Like, yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't I know exactly really cool. how you know because I'm not that familiar with the college system because I never gone to college and you know what different country. But uh, I don't know how that it would exactly work if uh, people wanted to compete in tournaments that like they they couldn't go to college. You know, like if they weren't old enough or uh, maybe they, you know, they had already gotten a degree of some kind. Like, I don't know how all that would work, but... I mean, college is, that's not been an age-based thing other than like, because technically you can go to college anytime you want, realistically. But say you um, can't join Maryville Esports and be like, I don't want to go to college. No? No, you couldn't. No. I mean, even, I think Tree, one of the players, uh, he's 15. Yeah. On this collegiate team. And he tested yeah, out of really high young. school to go join, to go, so he literally got his GED early the high school diploma essentially to go join his collegiate roster wow um so good for tree which is actually i actually think one of the coolest things about this particular initiative is that they identified a player that's a unique talent that's like a good player that's gonna rot in the current tier two system and said like take your ged get out of high school and come join a collegiate team early and you're gonna be in college at 15 playing for a team and like it's kind of fucking crazy when you think about it because it's like not only is it like from a competitive aspect but also from like an academic aspect of like you're, he's gonna be i'm assuming he's gonna be taking his freshman basic courses at 15 yeah. um which is, which is pretty cool that's yeah, a very yeah, that's and that's awesome, also like right? a really yeah it's a great initiative from them honestly uh so i i don't think it really i think it depends on how the tournament structure works generally because all collegiate tournaments like all college sports in america generally are based are somewhat based, I'm assuming, based off their, like, academic calendars and, like, coordinating with the colleges in the U.S. I would imagine, like, they have some sort of, like, system to help coordinate with them. I'm not an expert on college sports, so I don't know. But, you know, I I'm sure there's, like, definitely ways for them to, like, work with it. College is pretty flexible. And the collegiate esports is relatively flexible. Like, I'm sure swapping in players out. And also, I think a lot of these teams have substitutes. They have, like, their main team and, like, backup rosters. Because also, unlike Overwatch League, you can just have, like, someone on reserve and you don't necessarily have to, like pay them the same way right because they're just a student and yeah. it's like oh this guy can't make like we're gonna sub him in type of thing yeah so but once again i don't necessarily know if that's like entirely accurate for the collegiate esports world. but it seems that that's the case because i've i've casted a couple collegiate events and it's a lot of times they just have subs because like a guy couldn't make it because he has a test like <laughs> so wait what yeah, okay like... I, I sorry jack i'm ignorant to the collegiate like scene in a lot of ways like what do you get from winning collegiate, right? Like, is are there actual like, let's say you're you don't go to Maryville, you're one of the better teams, and now you're like looking at this and you're like, well, we're just not going to be able to compete because you know we're a good team, but we're not you know 
4,500 average, which this roster kind of looks like, right? 4,600 average, right? Like we're not going to be able to compete. What are they losing by not winning collegiate? Obviously, if you are a school that yours, maybe you have a scholarship to a different school or something like that, what are you essentially losing? Because I, I, I don't see how it can be incredibly detrimental to you as a person other than your competitive spirit of like, I just want to win. Um, so you're asking like, what are like the stakes of collegiate esports? Yeah, like because the people are upset that they're oh they're kind of like they're creating a the, the Golden State Warriors of collegiate, right? It's like is that like is that super detrimental or is that almost better because you're adding notoriety to con uh, to collegiate, right? Like there are I mean for the most part, there's not a huge monetary gain for the collegiate players because a lot of these like for example the like collegiate championship series that's like kind of I think it's kind of a replacement for Tespa. And yeah. Tespa doesn't really exist, but they still run. I think Blizzard might still in the hand. Yeah, there it is. You found it in Wikipedia. Do you earn scholarship money? So the money is going towards like your program and those players, I'm assuming, and distributed as scholarships. Okay. So like you're get, you're making money, but it's not like a necessarily like a direct. Because also remember, you have to remember that like college is still like there's this weird thing. I don't know how college, collegiate esports work in that regard, but at least like with like the NCAA and such, and a lot of collegiate esports are still like an ongoing fight of like we're not going to pay players that participate in these programs yeah. because it's like they're students. I thought that was getting changed. I think that was getting changed. I don't know what the status of it is. Um, yeah. Either way, whatever the status of it is, I think it is kind of bullshit. Personally, I think collegiate players should be able to earn money. I think you should, as an athlete of any sort, especially if you make a shit ton of money for your school, you should be getting paid. Like, and if you're a student worker working at your cafeteria, you know, like you should get paid in my opinion. But, um, I do think that, that that's how the current system is. But also a lot of these collegiate programs, they compete in contenders while also competing in the yeah. collegiate programs. So you can also earn money that way and like have that more, I guess, standardized tier two tournament structure for these teams that especially have a lot of ex-professionals or current professionals. Um, so I think that's like the stakes for it is like you're bringing all these pros. So you're swamping out student athletes that aren't necessarily pro, right? So they're not going to really be able to do well at their collegiate programs. So it's like, well, guess what? Like, Maybe you guys should all step up and like hire better staff, get more better players type of thing. Like, I think that's kind of the end goal of where this is being pushed because also a lot of colleges still don't have like funded esport programs in any capacity either with which to attract students with scholarships and like have facilities. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's only a good thing to have more tournaments around that level, right? As well. Like, I don't know really if I think the only problem would arise if they were on, if Mikey was like signed to the shark. And then also kind of half attending college, half not, and then also playing collegiate, and then also playing contenders, I suppose, right? It's just like triple dipping or like double dipping, it would be an issue, but can't really bar them from this kind of stuff, especially if they want to get a degree, like Custer said, like good on them. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like degrees are pretty powerful. Like I don't use mine, but I'm sure later down the line, if something I'm like not casting anymore, I'm sure I could wave it around at least somewhat and get some sort of uh, job out of it. It's not exactly... Also, even if you don't use it, you still went through a schooling process and had to activate your brain and like engage yeah, exactly. in yeah, yeah. So like, it's still... Like, I don't use... I didn't... Like, I'm not necessarily using my collegiate... Uh, my college experience at all, but like... It gives you... It activated my brain. I can critically think and like analyze <laughs> Critical thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it, it still teaches you... It's important it's regardless percent. of you uh, using it or not. Um, I don't think for sure so i i think i mean because like think of the option it's like so you can compete in tier two maybe win nothing and then at the end of it after like three four years when you're young you walk away with nothing like maybe you yeah. won a couple thousand or you can do the same shit and get a degree get a degree 
you know, and something which, that you kind of want to do, maybe in the know? U.S. If you can get a full ride scholarship, that's many, yeah. many, oh, many oh. thousands of dollars, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's I, uh, I it's it. definitely a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, yeah. there's no two way. It's the, and the most shocking thing to me I find about this, which is indicative of the current market, is that Mikey is on this roster. That guy was literally in the grand finals of the Overwatch League, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> So that's what you really more so than anything else. I think that's the true. If there's any negatives to be found about this, it's that like we can have a grand finalist tank player. Um, sure, he's in the losers brackets for Riz, but like grand finalist tank player, and like we're not. And now he's in collegiate program. You know, um, so that's really the only negative I can take away from this. In that, like a player that's very talented potentially is uh being forced into collegiate program just because there's not a lot of opportunity or specifically what was said is that the current budgetary restrictions for like western players because of like how the teams are shaping up is that you'd have to take like a very subpar contract for a year versus just like why not just take play collegiate where at least like the monetary equivalent which you're getting is far higher potentially yeah yeah i mean that's just yeah i mean that's just the competitive nature of the overwatch league you know opportunity and you know yeah, it kind of sucks because he's embedded in the finals, but, you know, these teams are rebuilding. Well, it's not, it's not, this is beyond competitive nature. It's more so you're getting priced out of the market because of the fact that, like, you're a good player, but because of how teams are built and the current economics, like, there's just no spot for you. Like, well, we essentially Mikey is good enough to be in the Overwatch League again. It's just the, because of the explosion of APAC, there's just not the spots for Western players. Yeah. yeah, and um, and he's especially tank players, right? Like a lot of teams are only going for one tank, so like the role of tank as well just sort of took a hit. So it's been a hard year for tank players in terms, like especially Western tank players, to be able to find a position, right? Like we can talk about, you know, like Dante's been very uh, vocal about like his situation right now, where he's like struggling to find a team, and he was, you know, as much as he might not be a primarily tank player, he is considered one of like the big you know, players of the league, Western players. He was very successful with the Houston Outlaws. And even he's struggling to find anything, right? So it's like, I don't know. I think, I, I think the market is definitely taking a downward swing this season with everything that happened in APAC. And, you know, yeah. just, I think in general, there was an inflation of salaries. Like, I think we can all agree that there was, there was a lot going on. I mean, it sucks that, like, the, the economic, you know, downturn is affecting how many players, organizations want to sign almost at the same time that we're seeing the repercussions of going from two tanks to one tanks, which means there's, you know, two separate, very large factors impacting um, how many tanks can have a sustainable career in the Overwatch League, combined with the fact of APAC blowing up. So there's just like so many factors that leading to a lot of Western tank players um, having a hard time finding opportunity in that regard. It really sucks. It does. Um, don't know. Don't know what to do about it, if anything. But... Yeah, I think the collegiate scene is um, incredibly interesting, and I've, I've sort of been collegiate pilled in that I think it's 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 sort of like the way forward for a lot of esports because there is a legitimate demand for a lot of these universities and schools to um, actually get some kind of attention, especially from a younger generation that is interested in esports, that is interested in gaming. So there's a complete separate kind of conversation about what would happen to like contenders in Europe and Korea if. You know, and they focus more on collegiate. I don't really want to have that conversation right now because who cares? But um, I, I do, I do generally think that it's interesting that you know universities like Maryville, for example, 
like there's a legitimate demand in that they want um young young folks to commit to their school and esports and competing in overwatch uh, esports is one way for the for maryville to stand out and gain a reputation for um you know having people commit to their school and you know join them so um unlike you know regular na contenders where it's like this tier two organization if any organization at all um is picking up these players and it's now relying on like sponsorships and generating revenue for tier two overwatch like there's less of a natural demand there and it's harder to make that work so if colleges want to step in with funds uh, to help out the ecosystem i think that's a very attractive kind of like way to um to build your ecosystem and support some of these young folks like they're a natural natural way for money to come into the ecosystem so i think collegiate in that way is, is the way forward for a lot of these tier two scenes um, in north america specifically so um seems like we are we're all in agreement um there we're greening we're agreeing we're also agreeing on the podcast but it's it's just the better path forward overall i mean like imagine we could actually have an alive tier two scene because the colleges take on all the risk financially away from orgs and they are just all these players are competing within a collegiate system and we get to watch a collegiate circuit and also still competing contenders right like under these various schools like yeah. it's obviously not like entirely like they're not entirely devoted to in a way to like only playing overwatch like uh like we've seen potentially in the past because they have to go to school but like that's uh i mean i, that, I think that's kind of makes sense when you consider the overall monetary investment where you're at it's like you I, I think people had very overinflated expectations of like i can only just go grind tier two and it's like okay bitch with what money like where's the like where's the money to go grind only tier two um and it's a system that allows you to still grind, but also can other things and still keep the level of competition high, I think. I mean, they have coaches and staff and things like that. So I, I think this is the far better system um, for honestly almost every esport um, up until the point where it gets to like, you can actually have like a true dedicated tier two league, but even like tier two professional sports. Like I remember a 2018 player summit, they brought in a professional baseball player, Trevor May, yeah. talk about how when he went through his like his minor league circuits of baseball which you know those players when you get to mlb you're making millions of millions of dollars obviously it's a smaller sport it's decreasing in size a bit but it's still very big in terms of the amount of investment and interest is and they have to sleep on couches and they got paid like twelve thousand dollars a year you know <laughs> i so, think like that's, that's just MLB tier, two. tier two right there yeah, yeah that's essentially just tier two you know and i i think that's i think Esports is nowhere near big enough. We're actually seeing a shrinking like across the industry of esports already. Like we're taking steps backwards before even taking steps forward. Like I think there is a lot of people who believe, oh, I should be able to make it as a tier two. Like there are very few esports that exist where T2 is sustainable. I would say League of Legends, maybe like that with their old infrastructure. But other than that, I can't think of a single other tier two setup that is like a livable full-time wage unless you're just going to slum it and do it for cheap and stuff like that and you know as you said csgo they have open tournaments but realistically you very rarely qualify through those right like you, you you have to be an anomaly to get through that and then once you get to a big enough point right like these tier two teams never get big enough the best players just get poached and go to the t1 teams and stuff like that so it's just you know i i i know a lot of contenders people are shaking their fists and be like blizzard support tier two and, you know, I think that they've definitely taken a big step backward. They could definitely invest a little bit more. But I think expecting to be able to make, you know, $30,000 a year for every single contenders player is unrealistic.
Yeah, I, I think there's some frustration there as well because like the, the tier two scene and like, you know, how far we want to go on this topic. But like, it's also like different all the time. And like, they keep changing the tournament format. They change the, the format. And like, it's just yeah. all over the yeah. place to a degree. So I think there's some frustration from the players. There's just like, what are we doing with our scene? Because it's just all over the place. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very hard to make a tier two scene work. I think the average salary for the G League, which is basketball, I think it's like $40,000. Per year, or like, yeah. and that's uh, for the biggest, the second biggest sport in America behind yeah. football. <laughs> yeah, and so. D League players like go to their league, right? Like they, like they, they go to the NBA eventually. Like some of them sub in for those kind of guys. Like they, they are very good at what they do. They are very like adjacent to the NBA in a lot of ways. But yeah, so it, yeah. It, it it's tough. Uh, maybe a collegiate is a way forward to get some of that support to at least get some money in the ecosystem to support the tier two um, awards players. Because the truth is that like. You know, even though there's not a ton, of, a ton of money in there, like the tier two scene is still pretty important to Overwatch because, you know, it keeps yeah. going during the off season and there's, you know, a lot of up and coming stories and players that, uh, that, are, that are within the tier two system. So we definitely want to see them stay around and, you know, be able to compete professionally um, at a reasonable rate. Anyway, well, it's just, okay. yeah, go on. No, Joss, go on. No, I was going to say like, it's just like any kind of sport or whatever. You can relate this to almost anything like the population of tier one this goes for fucking broadcast talent too and like producers and like everybody behind the league how many people are at the very top not many motherfuckers and then you go to tier two and even wider pool of people like casters observers fucking producers players obviously and then them not having multiple ways to tr try continue to compete is like a bad thing so like collegiate contenders and like i don't know if they if people still run other kind of tier two, tier three tournaments, whether they're invite or open circuit, I don't know, but anything that allows people to compete and do what they love and just um, not, maybe obviously not earn a living off of it, but like potentially get there is only a good thing, is only a good fucking thing. Like, I agree with Connor though, the collegiate should, it pretty much should be tier two at this point, but a little different, uh, difficult because of, yeah, Korea, China, obviously, but Europe yeah, as well. Yeah, like, regionalization. Very, I'm specifically talking for North very America. Very different. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. But North I do, America I, is the only way that it makes sense. Yeah, I do agree with you that it would make sense for them to kind of merge, merge that. But honestly, it makes sense, but I think I'd rather have them separate so they can compete in both because it's more opportunity for players that have fucking skill. And again, same goes for broadcast talent. No, no, no. I'm not even saying they should be... I'm not saying that they should be one and the same. I'm simply saying that like what I... I guess I didn't elaborate this, so it's not fair. I, you couldn't... Obviously, you can't extrapolate my entire thought based off two, like, right, two okay. sentences. It's more so... Uh, I think that... Imagine if we revamped the academy system and we started working with collegiate programs with the overall oh, teams. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I think like tying the competitive ecosystem to collegiate squads a little bit more and just bringing them closer together doesn't mean we have to eliminate contenders and turn into only collegiate right though I, i'm not opposed to that if we if we essentially merge them and had like a much greater tie-in where we like had that collegiate program become the contenders and like have that marriage between overwatch league to collegiate right because right yeah. now it's very separate and distinct but i think there's a lot of opportunities for like people to synergize across the two um and to actually build like a slightly more sustainable ecosystem like in an ideal world, I'd like contenders to be a separate thing and self-sustainable and like its own... It will not necessarily self-sustainable because it never will be, but rather its own circuit and then we have collegiate separate also operating and some marriage between right. that. But like, 
I, I just want to see potentially uh, if we're if this seems like the path forward, which it does to me. Maybe we have some greater some greater collaboration between like Overwatch League and Collegiate to like kind of build that gap and build ecosystem. But we'll see. There we go. If someone's upset that we spent too long talking about Collegiate, don't worry, we won't talk about Collegiate for the rest of the year. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, That's it. No, for real. Just joking. Just joking. Uh, of course, looking forward to see how they do because there's going to be a season, and I think they they play pretty early in the year. I think so. You know, we might cover it a little Should bit. We'll see what happens. Stuff, um, all right. Next topic. We were going to talk about this. Talk about this last week because uh, some new information came out. Uh, but we didn't get the time to do it, so let's do it this week. Uh, New York Excelsior. Rumored to go ahead uh, with the marginalized gender roster, despite um, so, much, uh, so much criticism from the community and people voicing their opinions, saying this is a, a horrible, horrible idea, and it will actually set back uh, some of the progress that Calling All Heroes is doing, for example, to help uh, marginalized players to you know, get a platform to improve um, and, and facilitate them into a good system where they're, they're actually encouraged to, you know, participate and, and learn and develop. So, uh, Halo of Thoughts, I think you tweeted this morning that they're actually struggling to fill this roster because no one wants to play for them because <laughs> they realize That's it's not a great opportunity. Is, yeah. Of events. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's fucking funny. Uh, and, but, you know, um, I just want to start off, and I mean, I mean me and Costa, we hammer this point all the time, uh, regardless of whether it is uh, a modernized gender roster or it's, you know, an average uh, Overwatch you know, League team that's, you know, or below our average uh, Overwatch League team that, like, you can't hate the players. Can't hate on the players because there's going to be, regardless of what happens with this situation, there are going to be players who accept these offers uh, because they're going to make money. They're going to play Overwatch uh, professionally and you can't blame them for taking that opportunity. In this case, the organization. Like, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? Um... Is we all know, like I don't even know what we're supposed to say in this segment because we all know that this is a bad, a bad way to try to improve um, the situation and develop like a good system for marginalized gender roster. So, any thoughts on this? Just like disappointing story and turn of events, and New York Excelsior going ahead with this despite uh, some obvious, you know, criticism and. Um, disappointing feedback within the community. The, I mean, the more the time goes on, the more I believe in what Avast was saying when we first talked yes. about this, like yeah, a month I'm ago. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, a month ago, because it seems more and more likely that they're just trying to be cheap and that this is their easiest way to sort of have a positive impact in their own minds, even though we all know it's a stupid idea, while also paying people very little. Um, yeah. It's if they, like... It makes no sense why you would go for a marginalized roster. Everyone is saying it's a bad idea. You're only going to get hate for it. There's just nothing good that would come out of it. And they, I just don't know who's at the helm and who has been like, yeah, we should keep going with this after all the negative sentiment. Literally, if they just signed uh, a roster that like, you know, you know, contenders team, people would be fine and people would, you know, move on with their lives, right? But like, they just dying on this hill. I don't get it. Um it's it, you know there's been a lot of discussion i was talking to to avas about this before the thing of like are they trying to also like maybe they're struggling to sign players regardless of the marginalized roster uh because they are one of the teams that are using this like annual salary stuff to like pay people less than you know fifty five thousand. you know that is the minimum salary but if you only compete for you know you're only contracted to the team for eight months you can pay them 
you know, two thirds of that 55,000. They're trying to do that even as a player, regardless of the marginalized, uh, you know, roster, regardless of the quality of roster they're putting together. That's not that much money uh, in the grand scheme of things to join a team that you know is probably going to be last. So I, I think they're just going to struggle to sign anyone at this point. It's been said before, but it's worth reiterating. Maybe just try and help the Calling All Heroes program and sponsor a team in there. Dude, that would have been such an easy tell. If you're genuinely trying to help. Yeah. Dude, so, look, you could have, there were so many other Wars League teams that like supported yeah. and, you know, signed a and team. and you know, try, There were so many like unsigned <laughs> teams like in that tournament and you could have helped support one. It would have been such a low lift as well. Like yeah. in, in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Like. Yeah. And everybody would have been like, yo, Pog, that's sick. Like all the other Wars League teams that picked up a roster or you know helped a roster out like everybody was like oh that's really cool you know that they're uh they're doing this for cool new heroes why couldn't nyxl do that <laughs> so. hmm, i wonder i wonder why hmm. i wonder why everyone's already taken scott's already taken the smug air out of my smug balloon i'm I sorry I, I, I stole your <laughs> i can't even be that smug can't even be that smug anymore he's he's stolen the thunder from me so yeah i mean you know i feel very bad for because i know People at the NYXL organization that are not in charge of making these decisions and they're going to get turbo shat on. It's going to be like the LA storms, but only poo raining upon them <laughs> for weeks at a time for a whole it's, year. Even and my on that comment, it's worth fucking mentioning the social media team on Twitter.com uh, oh have God. nothing to fucking do with the decisions that are being made within the organization. Holy shit, I feel bad for social media managers. Like, every day of my waking life, like, they get so much shit that is just out of their control. Also, like, also, I, I know you're trying to be helpful and be like, oh, if I shit on the New York Excelsior social media, then that'll send the message. The people that yeah. are making these decisions aren't looking at the tweets that NY does. <laughs> yeah, you're literally just berating the social media manager and the people yeah. that aren't making the decisions. So, like, just, like, incessantly spamming like these people who have no control over anything is just redundant and you are hurting exactly the wrong people who are doing <laughs> saying goes to the fucking overwatch league uh, the social Bolton media scene for them too stuff like, that, yeah. God. like i've i met them at grand finals and they're like the loveliest human beings on the planet and i'm like you guys must have like adamantium thick skin <laughs> to deal with the shit that you deal with and the same goes for like any team in, in this situation and like sales social media team that, that being said, though, I, I, I do want to say, and I'm not going in a bad direction here, I promise. Sure. I'm not going to blame yeah. the social media managers. <laughs> okay, Johnny. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think the community did a, a pretty good job of rallying behind um, the narrative, supporting what a lot of influential voices said um, with this topic. So, like, backing Aspen, for example, or, um, you know, spreading Missless article, for example, um, and even though, like, you shouldn't just tweet directly at New York Excelsior's social media team, voicing your opinion when it comes to matters like this is a way to, um, you know, create a, create a conversation and a topic that is really important to talk about. Um, and, you know, all organizations out in the world, they have, you know, some kind of PR team or someone who actually keeps, like, a pulse on uh, how people are perceiving their brand and um how they're being discussed um you know so you know activision blizzard i'm sure they have some team that like hey here's what journalists are writing about us here's you know the conversations that are going on within the community and it's those kind of conversations that need to be forwarded to the upper management 
um, if this is the case, to try to tell them as well that like here's what you know people and really important people in this regard who are directly um, you know very much involved within the marginalized gender competitive community for Overwatch, and here's what they think about this idea. Um, so it is still important to have this conversation and you know don't hate on yeah. social media managers but still let your opinion be heard and retweet important voices within the space and, exactly um, yeah. elevating the right voice is way more important than your four follower twitter account tweeting some bad shit at the myxl account like you getting numbers on a tweet from aspen esky like anybody that's involved in that kind of uh, program or community or like anybody that has a big voice in that um in that sphere elevating that is way more beneficial than yeah shit talking or fucking death threats or whatever sent to uh the mysl account like yeah or any account for that matter to be fair but yeah yeah so elevate the important voices it's it's going to be uh it, it, if they go if they go through with this which is rumored to that they're going ahead with it and it's also rumored that they're signing sort of like a mixed roster with some marginalized gender uh, players but also you know uh some male players as well uh that could potentially be uh overwatch league level i don't know um if that's the case uh, i don't think they've announced a signing have they announced anyone no, 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 no nothing's been announced yeah but, i mean i yeah i'm not expecting to hear anything soon so yeah so I, I, you know, if I get re-signed for the upcoming season of the Overwatch League, I, I just, <laughs> I've just given it some thought, like how would I actually approach this situation? And oh, I thought you were joking as like a player. I'm like, well, go oh, you, Johnny. No, I mean, if I Let's get re-signed as talent for this upcoming, hey, season if no one's signing, there's an opportunity. I'm back on the menu, boys. You know, you know how gesture coached NY assistant coach last year. You know, reinforced yeah, assistant coach this year. You know, if I if I don't get re-signed as talent, you know. I'm, no. <laughs> um, no but i've just thought about like how would i approach you know my analytical job in that degree like when i talk about you know excelsior for example and you know i again i think it's really important to keep in mind that um whenever new york excelsior uh does announce players um and if they go ahead with this idea it's just like please don't hate on the players for taking this opportunity to participate in the overwatch league uh for making money playing overwatch for a living and yeah. uh, pursuing a dream of actually finding success in the Overwatch League and finding some kind of success there. So, um, yeah, don't um, don't don't hate on the players because uh, I think they're just getting the bag. Yeah. Well, well some kind of a, well, uh, yeah. a very a tiny coin purse. A tote bag. A little plastic bag. Is. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, so yeah. I I wonder where this roster even goes if like they can't complete their initial mission and they have to go like mix roster like imagine you've gone to the point where you're actually especially when some players are choosing like i'm just gonna go to collegiate instead like which because based off the based off some of the, the dialogue heard around the maryville players and such with players like mikey it's like yeah the offers were just so tragic that like we just said fuck it let's fuck it we ball we're gonna go collegiate right and if that's like an option like imagine where a roster that's so tra like their vision for the roster is so tragic and like the way their management is so tragic that like they're forced to do a quarter where literally they can't attract anyone to like sign like imagine what happens there like i'm morbidly curious yeah. about what occurs to the new york roster because i'm like 
if some of the best prospects that you could get are choosing to simply just leave and go to collegiate because you're 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 such an unappealing destination like what does this look like by the end of the offseason come the next season like what is what am i going to be seeing here am i about to see like like some absolute legend of the game are they going to get like evil toaster and steve-o on this roster like what's <laughs> like i didn't need to know like what's oh, the going tricks. on there i, I just want to i just want to see it i can't even conceptualize it if like because i'm sure there are people but like when some of the best prospects that probably haven't been signed and you know will not be going to that like from the availability is like and you're probably not going to be getting like I imagine you probably won't get too much Korean talent necessarily, but like, who knows? Oh, no. Like, I, I think it would be, there's no way. I would imagine not, but like, yeah. I'm just like, just, just imagine like a universe where it's like, <laughs> you have like a half of mixed gender roster and like half it's like Korean players and then half it are like North American, like calling all hero, like tier two players. Like, just like, I'm just thinking of like the weird Frankenstein shit that could occur. Resign Yaki? With this thing, no, I don't think it's Yaki's rumored supposedly to go somewhere else. Thank God, yes, um, yeah. God. we'll talk about that next. Um, but, but like, I just like, I don't know, I, I'm morbidly curious and then where it's gonna end up. It, I just want to see, I really just want to see, yeah. Um, if you want to give the organization the benefit of the doubt, um, if, if they actually care, I think there are a few clues to actually watch out for. First of all, what kind of support system are you actually building up for these players? Uh, you know, they already mentioned this, you know, therapist thing, which was, you know, Costa, where are you going? <laughs> he's done. Oh, he's into he's them, had guys. <laughs> the storm he's has gotten him. Into the purple. Yeah, there he's gone. He's gone. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> but just like, yeah, signing a head coach and actually signing like reputable, like assistant coaches and building out like an appropriate coaching system and not just like, uh, yeah, we signed we signed some uh, head coach for you here. Good luck. But like actually building um, a support system within the organization that facilitates um, these players um, getting a chance, but also um, welcome back, giving them oh. the opportunity to legitimately improve um, and actually investing money in this endeavor being some kind of successful. Because yes, you need the players and you need the talent, but you also need the support system to actually prove that it's in your desire to actually see some kind of improvement from these players and you're trying to set a good example in that regard the second thing i'd look out for is how much content they're actually um, creating around these players because this is an amazing opportunity for an organization to try to set an example in building out stories uh, for marginalized gender players who perhaps have had a bit of a um, different path leading up to this um place to begin with um share their story of how they got here um share some of the things that they've had to deal with as they've gone on this journey to actually become a professionalized modernized gender player um because that is ultimately what you want to create right you want to create um you you want to you want to inspire other uh players that this is you know their journey and this is how they come up and and, and provide some kind of um, guidance to other marginalized gender players who you know want to make it in calling all heroes or you know eventually to the overwatch league um if, if it's successful so i look out for the new york excelsior to actually show sign some so show some signs that they legitimately care about this venture in the first place and that they're actually trying to um trying to make a difference in that regard but so far it's only been rumors about you know 
Is this actually a good idea? And do they actually care to begin with? Is this just them trying to be cheap? Well, I think there are some ways for this organization to disprove that. Um, but it's going to be a long journey and it's going to, you know, require a lot of dedication um, and effort from them to prove that they have the best interest in mind. And then you can have the conversation whether this is a good idea in the first place. But if they legitimately think this is a good idea, they have the opportunity um, to actually show that they care in the first place. But we need to see that happen. So I guess those are my final two cents on, uh, on this thing. We'll see how it goes down and when the roster is announced and everything to go with it. So any additional thoughts from you guys or uh, we feel like we've spoken our piece on the matter? That's it. All right. We covered it all. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah. Maybe some more uh, smoke. We gotta speed it along before the rain takes away. Dude, that was our rain is just. It's going crazy. You guys in like twelve pixels right now. I just know. Dude, your voice is like it sounds like mumble from two thousand eight. Dude, LA, get it together. Dude, I don't even talk about the rain. What kind of infrastructure are you lacking? Like how? Yeah, me and Johnny are fine, bro. I'm in what used to be like I, I'm supposed to get a hundred hundred, right? Like, I'm in like a I'm in like a nice um, it's like a business building where it was like supposed to be half residential, half like so it's supposed to be really good. I just I don't know the rain just fucks it. It usually is good. All the rats chewing away at the cables, all the water seeping in. Yeah, they've been washed into the all the, the ants the that were scattered from the Papega house have followed you. Oh no, they they followed, followed you and they're they're taking out your infrastructure one by one. They're committing guerrilla tactics. <laughs> they're after me next. As soon as I take care of Scott. All right, moving on. Speaking of LA, the LA Gladiators. Uh, oh shit, I need to change the title. Uh, they, they dropped three players. Uh, yeah. They dropped Reiner, Skewed, and Space back to back to back. Um, so a few players that I think we expected to get dropped from the LA Gladiators, but uh, also, you know, a bit suspicious dropping these players as well. So how, how are we reading into this, guys? Are we surprised at all that the LA Gladiators decided to drop Reiner, Skewed, and Space? Or was this kind of like a delayed, expected move from the organization? Good I was a bit surprised they dropped space. Sorry, <laughs> I was uh, I was a bit surprised they dropped space. To be honest, he's still like. Do you think he's an attractive uh, asset? Do you think he's a, like a lot of teams should be looking at space? Um, I'd say so. Yeah, I think although he didn't get like a crazy amount of playtime last year, I still think he's an extremely good off tank player, and it. Dude, if the meta continues to kind of trend towards uh, kind of off tanks and what we're seeing right now, it's, it's difficult to tell, obviously, because uh, we, we you're already playing ranked and like Overwatch League hasn't started. But I still think he's a world-class player that deserves to get picked up. He, I put him in the same boat as kind of Dante. Like, I'd be surprised if they don't find teams. And if they don't, it's like a travesty that they don't. I'm... I mean, I'm shocked they didn't at least keep one tank here. And I thought Reiner had a like a decent year. They obviously they fumbled a little bit um, during the Queen meta, and then apparently they got like super sick at Queen, like at the very end when it didn't matter. So it, it is a bit disappointing. I'm surprised they didn't keep space. Lastro and Astro, oh, Jesus Christ, by the way, that is going to be the worst team to fucking cast. I'm just going to put it out there. Lastro and Astro, holy mother of God! I'm just calling those motherfuckers Lucio and whoever Lastro is going to play because. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, I'm surprised they got uh, I'm surprised they got rid of both tanks, honestly. And so uh, I'm surprised they got rid of space too, in a way that he is he is a personality and he is um he's not like a face like Dante is is one of the better faces for like outlaws, for example, um, in terms of like social media and 
that kind of shit. But I would still think space. He's like a gladiator. Like when you think of gladiators, I would kind of think of space um, in in that regard. So I wouldn't call him like the face of glads, but he's up there in terms of like marketability. So shocked, yes. I I think it's a it's an interesting idea of what's happened to the gladiators because I think they've lost a lot of their pulling power it feels like i obviously we won't truly know until we see what finalized roster they come out with but i think we're never gonna truly know what this looks like until then because i think lastra was a great player but i think losing shoe to the houston outlaws and then gaining lastro i i love lastro but i think she was one of the best to ever do it so it's like uh, does that mean that more players are wanting to come to the gladiators? Are they struggling? You know, there are players that are like rumored or, you know, we think would fit well, right? Like Kevster, and then you add a Kai as the hit scan, and then you have Yaki as like another DPS. I don't really understand the Yaki Kevster duo that is rumored right now because I think Kevster's best heroes uh, is like Tracer, and Yaki's best hero is Tracer. So it's like they're really just sort of solidifying themselves for a double flex uh sorry like a double um like flex dps metal with like tracer plus one it's not even bad to have but i don't think that makes this roster drastically better when they acquire yaki um i agree with jack about the tank thing i think losing both space i i it'll be interesting to see where space goes seems like rhino wanted to go to toronto with the you know the whole american tornado to toronto type situation but then who's left on the market who's going to fit this gladiators team i imagine they already have people lined up Probably, I would think at this point. Yeah, like right. I would, I would have to think they've had people lined up for this. I, I, yeah, I think the tank line to me is like, okay, you couldn't hold on the shoe potentially. It seems like outlaws are throwing a lot of weight around. Like, okay, I see. Like, maybe you can't hit, and then like at least there's a chance where you can like, or maybe even shoe one it out, right? Like, I don't know. And you couldn't hold, and then skewed left. Like, I think they they lost definitely some of their best components. Like losing shoe and skewed is a huge blow. Losing space and Reiner is a huge fucking blow. They've managed to retain Astro and Kepster, so great. I think, like, those two pieces are enough to start with, like, for most teams, you can start building something good with that. Like, those are two fantastic players. Um, but it's still, like, especially in, like, the Overwatch 2 environment, I just, I have a hard time believing there's that many replacements out there for, like, Reiner space. Um, I just don't know, like, what those solutions are. Uh... So I don't know. I mean, if the rumors are that Reiner's theoretically going to like uh, Defiant, maybe with that that American Tornado reunion, right? So like, could be a situation there. But then it's like, well, why we why do you lose space? Like, I would like really, if, especially if space. Like, I think the other rumor is like been hinting is always like is like the London thing. But I'm like, well, that seems odd. Like, why would space leave to go London unless he like truly believes it's going to be the much better team? Eventually, um, because I, I have a hard time believing the salaries will be equivalent unless there's been like a giant. Where did that rumor reduction. come from? Because the only time I saw that rumor was because it's he, just on ladder, yeah, yeah, on ladder he online. had a Spitfire uh, profile picture on ladder. I'm well, also, there's been like the the, like there's, also been the there's also been memes as well. But like, obviously, once again, this is why it's like an insane. It's a rumor. Yeah. Like, there's nothing substantiated about it anyway. I'm not saying. I just I wondered no where that came from because the only source bro trust me source that i saw was the fucking picture in game of the spitfire logo like yeah if i was I mean, a player really in the off season it. i'd be changing that motherfucker every week 
I'd be fucking boom, Soul Infernal. Boom, I'm going fucking Dynasty. You know what I mean? Like, just well, technically, Soul Infernal, I don't teams. think they actually have any artwork in the they game. They don't yet. Right? No, so. But you know what I mean? Like, I'd be fucking fucking with the public uh, if they yeah. believe rumors just off of a profile picture. Yeah. I mean, it would make I, sense I too, no? For long? I mean, it, it would. It I don't think it's like space, uh, though. Like, but yeah, does what space? I it wouldn't be I mean, the like, worst, but I mean, London had a Western player getting signed in the Overwatch League. That's a rarity. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but like, it depends on like what, why, why. It depends though. Like, what we don't know the circumstances of space leaving Glads. Was he yeah. cut? What did they or not cut? But rather, did they not renew his contract? Did, did he himself choose I to think leave they, when he had an option I open? Think his contract expired. Let me see. Go to Twitter again. Yeah, just but that, like, I don't know. But the thing is, I don't know if they explained. Like, I don't know if he left because he wanted to leave, or like Woody had had an option to like because your contract can expire, right? But you can still be like, I wish I want to negotiate a new contract. Like my contract expiring, I want to negotiate a new contract stay on this team. Or my contract expiring, I wish to leave. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, if that was the case, know. he's probably just like exploring options as well. And maybe it's too early to say whether he's resigning. It or could not. be. Like he could totally it could resign. Be. He could to be resigned. I'm not counting yeah. that out. There's a lot of different options. There's a lot of different options there. I'm just, but like, but the point being is like, uh, you know, if Glads truly believed, like, if Glads don't believe space is an asset. Because generally, if you believe someone's an asset, you almost always just resign them. You know, but maybe his contract was too high. Like maybe he had yeah. an option and that kind of stuff, and they were like, "Hey, we can't justify resigning your option for how high your contract is uh, with yeah. the way that the market's going." And then maybe Gladiator's like, "Maybe Space wanted to play," but they're like, "Hey, we're gonna offer you half what we paid you last year." Space is like, "Well, I don't want to do that." Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't That's a very real possibility. However, and I don't think London is gonna solve that for it yeah, <laughs> christopher's yeah. not coming with the bag that's for so sure. i yeah. so i that's what i'm saying is that like if any of that like a lot of the speculation where current stands doesn't make a lot of sense right because if it's a financial reason going to london doesn't make sense if it's unless somehow glads in london offer the same salary in which case like maybe london theoretically could be the more successful franchise for this year i don't know there's a lot uh, of unanswered also, questions for glads uh, you know another connection is there uh that london spitfire played out of los angeles this past year as well so you know, yeah. if if they're doing that next year again, then you know, it wouldn't have to be too far of a move from for space either. I think it would kind of make sense. I think it'd be a great team for him actually. Um, I'd be really curious to see that. He didn't play a lot this year, but people forget that space actually came in. It was a good junker queen, and also he was supposed to be there. Sorry, the evolve tank in stage four before he got sick. So I think you know, just purely guessing, I'm guessing that space still has it, and he's like a capable. Yeah. tank player in the Overwatch League still so um and everyone fucking loves space he's a fucking sick guy so who wouldn't want to have space on their team so I actually think he's quite an attractive asset in that like I think a lot of teams would actually like you know check if there's some interest from space on joining some of their teams so I I hope he gets back into the league this next year I think he's still certainly um he's got what it off. takes to still compete 100 yeah. percent I think space 100 percent still has what it takes to compete and, like, I think Reiner does, too, obviously. I mean, they won two stages, the guy. Uh, like, they're, like, there's definitely uh, a lot of talent from this team. I, I'm also, I don't know if this team is going to end up getting more Korean players since they picked up Lastro, or they go more of a Western angle because Lastro also can work with Western players. He's been competing on mixed rosters for a long time now. Um, yeah. So, like... There's a really interesting potential for this team because also they they could go any direction realistically, uh, but I mean, I would think they'd want to probably just continue to go mixed. But who knows? 
Yeah, I mean, Who if knows, they... really. Gladiators is a mystery to me, honestly. I, they've they've mystified me. Yeah, I don't know what their direction is. Their core is still good, though. Honestly, I know Glad's fans are doom and are doom and gloom, but Kepsher Astro Lastro is a solid three piece starting. Point, I think you, know? you add Kai and then add a good tank. That's a yeah. good five-player core that can really do a lot of things. Right? You're retaining yeah. the Gladiators star player kind of like attitude of like we sign like, you know, players with a lot of like name value, but also who are like really sick at the game. If they added Kai and Dante, I'd be fucking stoked to watch this team. You know? Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to be the same powerhouse of a roster that they had last year. But like, I think it would still be a roster that could compete with any team. Like on any given meta. Yeah. What about the coaching staff? Have they discussed Hunter and uh, and Face at all? They're still on the team. We haven't heard anything about them, which makes me think that they did. They keep Smash. I can't see because it's so pixelated. <laughs> did they retain Smash? Uh, I don't think they've announced anything. Screen. Yeah. They're all. I can't. Still. I literally can't. It's it, their lines. It's on your screen. voice is even lagging. You know the internet's bad when your voice lagging. They're all. They're all still yeah. showing that they're on the team. So I'm there's been no announcement of anything. Yeah. That's but, good. Uh, we know that uh, the coaching staff is we know that solid. in Australia. Oh, okay. So, because <laughs> it came in. No, to be fair, food. I don't think it's. I don't think this. Um, the Liquipedia is well. super updated because also I'm looking at this and for 2023 it still shows Bird Ring as a content creator for Gladiators. That's Pogchamp. And that is no, definitely not true. <laughs> that <laughs> is definitely not correct. Unless Bird Ring is pulled off the unimaginable hustle of being a contemplator <laughs> for another team while playing for a different team. Well, his personal so. page is updated. So surely if you went to Hunter's <laughs> personal page. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's present. He, he's a fucking legend, bro. Look at that he, guy. He really is a legend, honestly. Dude. I don't know if anybody, no, none of you watched this. If Matt was here, if only Matt was here, there was a guy on Australian Love Island that looked exactly like Hunter. It's crazy. Australian Love like, Island. Australian Love Island, yeah, Jordan from Australian Love Island. Um, I'm like, holy shit, is this what he's doing in his fucking off season? He just goes to fucking Australian Love Island to find love. Insane, insane levels of growth. And Custer's gone again. Why are you watching Australian Love Island? No, no, come on, Joss. You gotta be joking me. There's what? no way. No, Dude, no. Looks like what do you mean? No, there's no under comparison here. There's no under comparison. Just, just take the, the face, bro. There's the mace and the tash. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that's just Australian. That doesn't mean something. I know. Yeah, she's funny as fuck. He kind of speaks like him too. To be fair. Well, he's Australian. Isn't he? <laughs> no, not the accent, just the way he speaks. Yeah. Good. <laughs> he has a mullet bloke. and he speaks like Hunter, so... Yeah, and Pretty he's got much the same, dude. dude like, this is the, one this of the most like, like, people shades, I've ever like, seen. skin is like 20 shades more tanned than Hunter. That, like, let's be honest. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Okay, obviously. The motherfucker's and his like, hair is like, more red as like well. That. Like, that's, that's also a big... Uh, I, this is like guy. such an I, all, what, what is it with Australian people in mullets? It's pretty legendary. What is, it's pretty. What's going on like with Australian a, guys in mullets? National haircut. What's happening over there? Yeah. Like, what is it? Just like what? What's the what's? Why the love of the mullet? Why is it still so big in Australia? Like, it's kind of made a comeback overall. Like, mullets are kind of just popular That's in not general. Anything anymore. This is sucks. Uh, I see, and, and he's my he's my relevant my correspondent. I can't even. There he is, fucking legend. Why bro, are you watching the this? Swimsuit. Fucking legend, bro. This, Only one to come out, by the way, in speedos, bro. Fucking top bloke, absolute fucking banger.
I wish he, uh, I wish he stayed to, oh, I don't want to spoil anything. Just in case there's Love Island fans. I can assure you, yeah. you will not spoil me on Love Island. I will never watch Love Island. There he is. Never watch it. That's an old photo of Hunter, to be fair. He hasn't got much of a mullet there. Yeah, you need the mullet. The mullet All adds right. a lot to him. All right. I, I think I think we're over this. Anyway. Who knows what Hunter's gonna do? Maybe it's gonna be part of the next season. Hey, here's what I'm gonna say. My prediction: I think Hunter's gonna be the new face of the league. I think Hunter's gonna be the new face of the league. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, if he if <laughs> if the league if the league was strong enough, they would they would promote him more. They would oh promote God. Hunter as the face I, of the league. Jesus Christ. What? What's I just that? I just tried to search for a specific Hunter GIF and it didn't work. Google didn't. Oh, you searched for Hunter Gay Sex? Are <laughs> you looking for Hunter Gay Sex? Hunter Gay Sex. Hunter Gay Sex. You got Classic. I'm glad I was not showing my desktop oh, right there. Oh my god. Uh, Absolute classic of a game. Instantly demonstrated. I have no idea what I was expecting. Um. Anyway, when you on. typed it into that, when you typed it into the browser, you didn't stop to Dude, think. You'll be like, I, I, I did for a second. <laughs> I was a bit naive. I was a bit naive. Seventeen e onto gay sex. There you go. That's how you avoid the things that you might not want to bring up on stream. I mean, it's safe for work. I don't. I don't get what's the problem. Uh, anyway, moving on. Moving on from uh, the Los Angeles Gladiators. Good talk. We, no, wait. We didn't talk about skewed. How do we rate skewed? I want to know legitimately. How do we rate Skewed? Do we think he could be a full-time support player for any of your Yes. I think he's still really good. Yes. He's I mean, sick, he played right? flex support. He we played flex. I thought, I thought he came in and played Brigida, well, like, and he was amazing. His flex support was good, Wait, though. Wait, so I can see his mouth moving, but oh, I, I can hear you, Scott. Scott can't hear me. Oh, he's dead. Can't I can, yeah. Scott can't hear me. I can, can hear Scott. Hear I, can I can't hear Voss. Is Voss talking? Yeah, he is. We yeah. had this issue between Joss and Voss before. This is honestly best case scenario. We did, yeah. Restart, restart. Yeah, you have to restart. Oh, God. This podcast <laughs> has been derailed. This is a very, this is a very weird thing because it only happens occasionally. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that occurs. All very right, strange. I'm gonna get more coffee. You guys enjoy. Oh, right, everyone, take a break. Wow. No, I, I, I don't know how to take a break. I don't, a break. I don't have the. You don't know how to that, take a break. I don't, know. I, I, don't, I don't have the buttons that Kurt do. I oh, Scott's back. Wait, it's okay. Scott can. can, can Scott's back. Yeah, Scott's back. Yeah, I can't hear. Oh, there you go. I can hear him. Yeah, there is. Okay, what, what's, what's, what's your skewed opinion? Uh, I think we haven't seen enough of his flex support to know if he could be the primary flex support on the team. I think he's a talented player and I think he could be, right? But I think you're taking a gamble compared to, like, there's a lot of good flex supports out there in the market that I think do to be a good addition to add to your team. But I don't know who's gambling on him to be their primary flex support because, like, I, I don't have the stats up, but he, like, 80% of his playtime must be on Brig in the league, right? Yeah. Like, at least. And yeah, Briggs not making the comeback anytime soon. That's for fucking sure. No. I hear yeah, a Probably sucks. not. It's Even though they buffed the shield health recently, brain. which is weird. Yeah, I, I would say he... I think he still definitely has a place on a team, though. Um, yeah, I agree. Especially with su the support role and the way it's look. Well, it's kind of always been this way. Like, we talked about this last week in... Like oh, we need two tanks. We also need two deep, uh, three DPS and fucking three supports. Like I think support especially. You you want your dedicated fucking Lucio player, and then you want a couple of people on there that can play double flex. So I definitely think Skewed still has a place on a team where they want to just fill out the double flex support uh, meta if there is one. We good? Uh, yeah, we're I good. Think, I think so. Yeah, we're good. Good talk. Uh, good Florida talk. Mayhem. They uh, they're they're what are they cooking? 
What's going on with this Fucking team? crazy shit. I cannot yeah. believe this. That Florida Mayhem is the team that signed Chorong. How, how have they gotten away with this? How have they gotten away with this? Smug have asked. What's going on with it within the Florida Mayhem? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not even, not even, I don't even know how I'm supposed to be smug about this because it's not me. I'm not the one signing. Like, any, it's not my department. I'm not the GM of the no, team. No, but you're, 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 you're part of the you know, second hand. The parent the organization, organization, sure, yeah. I guess. Um, I would say that the player market exploded. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> Analysis. <Thank> you. <laughs> Analysis. There you go. I also think that, like, you know, Albert, he he's he does some very creative GMing moves. Well, like some some innovative moves over there in the GM standpoint, and like it's gotten some good, definitely some good talent there. But like, I think, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, it's the player market exploded. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's a combination of good GMing plus uh, player market exploding. This roster is pretty fucking scary, though, dude. Mm -hmm. Dude, the title of the podcast is literally is Florida Mayhem a sneaky championship contender? Yeah, they have yeah. championship. Oh, okay, I, I wouldn't well, say championship okay. level, but this this a cheeky fucking roster is what this is. Yeah, yeah. The this is the clicks cost. Dude, merit that's check. Your, that's your, that's your I've not seen too much on uh, a new maybe finished powerhouse. And is it sooner? Sooner? Sauna. Like, it's literally sauna, sauna bro. Sauna. sauna. So, Do you sauna? know what a sauna and, is? Uh, Yes, I do, but I didn't know if you said it differently. I don't know, brother. But like, I didn't know if people said Sona differently. Sona. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know. I'm gonna Sona. No, I'm gonna be super honest. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just felt Sona. So there we go. He's said the quiet Well, you know, I got an E on my written exam in uh, in school, so uh, written English exam. So uh, there you go. I got C on. Speaking though, thank fuck for that. <laughs> Commentator, by the way. Um, okay. I, I think with Merit and Checkmate alone, like that's pretty fucking terrifying. Sauna, not seen too much of him. Uh, gonna be honest with you, it would definitely be a research topic for myself if I get signed again for, for casting. But the backline also pretty nasty. RuPaul, dude, RuPaul hella surprised me last year. Like, god damn. Oh, Custer's favorite players. Oh, he's gone. Never mind. He's, he's, he's all I see is play your way, play that runescape. Old school runescape. Shout out old school runescape. Just there got a, I, I maxed my slayer recently. I did download old school runescape in the off season, so it's did you? catering to me. Yeah, yeah let's go, baby. I played on stream slayer during tank queues for like two days. But, uh, it's a good game to play off uh, on uh, in the queues. Actually, Custos <clears throat> back. Custos back. Uh, Joel was talking about Rupaul, uh, one of one of his uh, most surprising players, and I know Custos, mm -hmm. you liked what you saw from Rupaul as well. Yeah, dude's a, dude's a mechanical nut. I think he has the same level of mechanics as Sir Majed with a, a lot less risk, in my opinion. So I can understand why they retained RuPaul. It's definitely going to be an interesting situation where it's like they have, you know, uh, RuPaul is... Is it like where's he from? He's like he was Saudi Arabian, but he's like American. I can't actually see the flag. Bangladeshi. 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 Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I was thinking uh, Majed. Um, but yeah, they they're like he he's sort of an interesting player. And then you add Sona, who I don't really know much about. If I'm gonna be honest, um, people have said he's like really good at like Tracer Cassidy, uh, from what I've heard. But he's supposed to be a good player coming out of EU contenders. And you put them together with a lot of Korean talent. You know, last year, I said the exact same thing about Florida Mayhem. I have no understanding of how this team works together. And Goomba even himself said, you know, I just put together a team with the best players that I could find on paper, 
and then we just worked out the synergy later. And I, that's what this roster seems to like scream to me once again of like, Goomba has seen something in all these players and what can he get out of them? Obviously, he has a lot more known quantities when you add like Chorong and Merit, and now we know what someone's going to bring to the table. But I'm excited to see what he can do. This is easily, easily middle of the pack team. And it's like really like how high can their ceiling be uh, is, is big for me. Because, you know, as much as middle of the pack sounds rude, I think there's a lot of really yeah. good teams in NA. Like, there's four really powerhouse teams in yeah, NA right now. Yeah, APAC exploding too has just made that. it even tougher to to compete that high up. I kind of like that strat, the Goomba strat. Like, all these players are very good on paper. Can we just mold them and turn them into a really good team? So it feels like this team's going to be a little bit slow to start, but... Honestly, the star power already of like pick up Merit and Chorong, like that's pretty nuts. I really like this team. Like, what, really like. The reason I say sneaky is because obviously, like, you need a lot of steps to get there. But the reason I say sneaky is because, okay, let's say Boston Uprising, uh, 0% chance of implosion, by the way. But if they do implode, uh, you know, mm. and then Houston outlaws, maybe they, like, maybe Houston are going to outlaw. We don't know. Uh, and then for the mayhem, they're like in the conversation. Yeah, they're not Dallas Fuel. They're not San Francisco Shock, but they're at like at least in like the top three conversation. Um, if a few things go their way, maybe we see another step up for a player like someone who surprised us last year. Maybe he takes another step up and like is insane. Merit, his rookie season last year as well. Chorong, yeah. rookie season last year as well. So if this team builds upon their rookie season last year, combined with some of these. Um, other great american teams like you know maybe jesus christ costa um <laughs> i'm just saying that like it, it's it's a very complicated path for this team to compete for like stage titles but i'm not gonna rule yep. them out like they're they're like a fringe team that like i could totally see them compete with the likes of those great organizations so i like the prospects i like i like the potential of this team so yeah yeah looking looking nasty looking nasty with it a bit i think this this team should be i think this team this iteration of this team should obviously be better than last year's um yeah that's the thing right like they're better than last yeah. year for sure and last year's they had some dark horse uh candidacy moments so it's like i think this is like a pretty good squad overall uh yeah. i'm i'm excited and also i mean mayhem continued tradition of picking up players that you're like holy fuck where who's this guy and then like they get a european contenders player which is like, you want to talk about like getting a European contenders player is sadly almost at the rarity level of getting a Saudi Arabian player from like, i.e. Majed. So it's like uh, at this point in the Overwatch League. <laughs> so I do find it like this is a, uh, this is a fun little thing. Fun yeah, little squad. I mean, I, I, I think the Florida Mame has always been a team that's like been pretty good with scouting because even Checkmate come, like kind of came for me at least a little bit out of nowhere obviously you know playing for osa gaming but like tank bro. yeah he did play tank the first the first season to fill in for og <laughs> but ridiculous. but but still like that was still like i you know florida mame is one of the most reputable scouting organizations when it comes to picking up tier two talent so um you know i'm excited to see Sana, is, what he can do. is custer black and white for you guys yeah, yeah. I mean, there is. He's so oh. sad in LA. He's so yeah, incredibly sad. What the hell? I've the rain is just sucked man. it or washed the colors oh, away from your bro, camera. This, bro. this is the worst day ever. Like, what it's actually been awful. No, no, it just. He's just turning off the camera now. <laughs> now it's flashing. 
Just, <laughs> let's just keep him black and white for the rest of the episode. Like just stay black I'm and white. I'm just going to stay like this He just seems so sad. Oh. I just want to put it out there, Scott. Yes, if, if you keep disconnecting, don't worry about coming back, bud. Don't feel like you had to come back. Um, I, if, if I disconnect one more time, I'm out. I, you know, you guys Jesus will be fine without Christ. me. Yeah, we won't pay you though, but don't worry about that. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, 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 I'll stay around. All right, all right. Are you lagging now too? He sounds like you're delayed anyway. Dude, he's the... perma lagging at this point. There's just no shot. He's just sad. I don't know. Hello. Oh my god. I mean, it just looks like we have a guy trapped. <laughs> He, he can't. I am he trapped. can't even contribute. He's just fucking trapped. Oh my god. Here is nineteen twelve. We're in the first season of the Overwatch League, and Custer's giving his thoughts. This is too funny. Oh god. I can't believe the LA rain took Custer's colors. What happened? Yeah. Uh, well, what's the? Uh, like, what do we gotta move on to? What do we got? Uh, like the uh, movie The Giver. A, a broader conversation here. Uh, a bit surprising, I suppose, given all the doom and gloom surrounding uh, the APAC region. That uh, Shanghai Dragons they re-signed Moon actually as their head coach, and today Hangzhou Spark announced that they're signing uh, Roy as their new head coach for this region, which is a little hopium, I suppose, because both Moon and Roy are reputable, very reputable uh, head coaches. I'd I'd say. So that's at least like a good start. Like that's a good start for both these organizations. I know you wanted to talk about this last week, I've asked. Um, that Shanghai Dragons. No, I mean, I was room, fine so. with us. I mean, I think it was a smart idea to push it this week. Good idea. No, but I, I wanted to build up that you were actually like kind of intrigued by this, by this move from the Shanghai Dragons that Netties actually re-signed Moon. Because Moon, Moon is a fantastic coach. I mean, he wouldn't just re-sign Shanghai Dragons if they were like, yo... We're, we ain't investing in shit. Sorry, bud. <laughs> like, it feels like a good sign that Moon is resigning because it gives off the idea that Shanghai Dragons might at least sign like a good team this year, regardless of the circumstances. No? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I perhaps going a bit too far? Am I being too ambitious? That's some or? copium right there. That's copium. That's a that's a big. You don't copium. think Moon would have yeah. wanted to go I, to NBA and compete? I'm real. No, but I don't think I like. I think it's really hard to find options, especially if he didn't want to leave Korea. I think. Uh, well, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's Korea. I think Moon is a good coach. I think it makes sense why Shanghai re-signed him. I understand why Moon went, but I think just by default, assuming that he's going to be able to sign good players, I think is difficult because he doesn't have the allure of superstar players. Like it's not like he retained Lip and is like, come to the Dragons. I got Lip. We can build around this, right? He has nothing to build for and all the best talent has already moved to na so i'm really curious to see who he's going to sign if i was taking a stab in the dark he's either he might have profit like i think if he had the opportunity i think he probably he has the idea that he can get profit it also comes in what type of contract and how much money does he have to work with in a lot of ways right because uh in the past shanghai dragons has been, had a lot of money to work with and they've been able to put that out NetEase is the is the company that just had the issue with Overwatch, right? So are they, as much as they keep their spot and they're going to try somewhat, are they going to be able to invest the same amount as they have in the past? And that is why what I think the real challenge is for the Dragons. Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. I, I'm just like, 
I, I, I'm just shocked that Moon's back for Shanghai. I was just, I was blown away from this. I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe that this had even occurred. So I'm really, especially when we, obviously we're going to get into that topic, but like with Hangzhou making some moves too, I'm more than anything else. I'm just like, wait a minute. Is this the first time I felt it this whole off season after even an incredible grand finals? Hope? Is this hope? Like why? Because why would these teams even be here if, unless APAC is figured out? right unless they figured yeah. out a solution like why would moon be re-signed why would hongzhou sign uh, a coach like like what i don't know what's happening i don't know what but like sure they, it means they have to have figured something out if these teams are actually announcing stuff and like i thought i thought shanghai literally was done i thought when they when like when their social media manager posted Same. like hey guys yeah. we're closing the office everyone's gone I'm like, okay, well, that's uh, not good. Like, I think this is the end of the franchise. Um, but apparently, I don't know what they've done here. But the only thing I can think of, though, but it's still, like, very interesting, is, like, where? how does this work with China? Because I could see something, theoretically, I could still see, like, okay, we brought back Moon, Korean head coach. Before, they generally had mostly Korean, like, pretty much Korean roster. Like, okay, we could easily relocate to Korea and play. Even though I doubt the franchises want to do that, sounds like from other things I've heard they don't want to do that, but they could. But like Hangzhou is signing, obviously this is kind of jumping the gun, but like you know they're signing like Ray, so it's like I don't know. Me, I'm just all this is like holy shit! I can't believe it. APAC is alive. I can't believe <laughs> APAC is alive. Is what it I'm doesn't matter here. what condition they're alive. That's all. That yeah, matters, I'm, right? I'm like, just insanely interested to see like what how they're integrated next year. Like what is the solution for this publishing deal? But I'm just ecstatic to see that this franchise is, is, is just still alive. They are still operational. They're, They're just all... lagging, bro. The APAC is just yeah. lagging as a region. They're just lagging. Because, yeah, true. Well, they are, right? I mean, we I don't think we any of us expect them to be publicly announcing roster moves or like signings or whatever, at least for another like month. Bro, like I expect them to announce something a week before the league starts at this point, just going on how the obviously we don't know how the NetEase deal is going. We don't know what's going down there, but the APAC team is going to be the last teams, I would imagine, to fulfill all of their rosters, like a hundred percent. Or at least um the Chinese teams, I suppose. So. There's um there's also if you want to play some um uh 9D chess or whatever. That now, when Seoul have blown up their team, Shanghai has blown up their team, Hangzhou has pretty much blown up their team. Uh, if you wanted to win the APAC region, it's the the best time ever to actually like put forth a competitive roster. Um, you know, yeah. Smurf is already gone, uh, Lee Jae-gon and Isayaki, they're already gone to Boston Uprising, for example. So like, if you actually like get in kind of early this offseason, if you think there is some chance that the APAC region actually is going to have a pretty credible year in terms of like the format for that region considering the NetEase deal and if you think it you know there is of course of course it's a very much uh you know reason for concern given the expiring deal but if you think there is a path forward for the APEC region now would be an opportune time to sort of sign some assign a good roster uh, for a good chance at winning um the APEC region in that regard so you know maybe this is Maybe at least one of these teams, I'm not saying all of them will, but maybe one of these teams see this as an opportunity to actually like win the APAC region and be a really good team in that regard. So maybe we'll see some some roster moves reflect that, uh, some, some, some team owners or managers seeing that opportunity. There was some 
I, I don't know where I saw this rumor, if it was just like a Reddit comment or if it was actually like some credible source, but there was some rumor that, um, that, oh my god, now I'm blanking on the player name. Someone was joining, teaming up with Shy on the Hangzhou Spark. What's his da damage player name? Jesus Leave. Leave. Yes. Leave and Shy teaming up with Hangzhou Spark. Which has always been like, please make this happen thing. So oh. com maybe it's completely unfounded, but like now would be the time. Hangzhou, now would be the time. Come on. So, um, you know, Leave and Shy together with Gu Shui. That'd be sick. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> <No> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> that, can you vanishes vanishes snap oh from this room actually he's, snapped he's gone from the quantum into I, the quantum I, oh my god there he goes huh i don't know I, what, what, can he, what does he want us to do i don't know i don't know what he wants us to do but what was he uh, cooking? are we just moving on to the hangzhou topic then yeah, I, I don't thought, think there's I much this to say would be about. A, a broader, like APAC open topic. discussion. So okay. say whatever you want about. I mean, okay. Uh, if the shy leave rumor is somehow correct, that is disgusting. That is yeah. simply disgusting. That is McNasty beyond all belief. Also, Ray is quickly making. <laughs> What, is, what the is fuck back, is wrong with the camera? The, I don't know what. <laughs> look at the. There's these fragments on the camera too. Blue and yellow and what the oh, fuck? Oh god, this is fucked. Oh god. Have wow. a cat with me. Hey, your mic sounds better. Oh nice, that's great. Yeah, mic sounds better. This I think uh, that's how LA looks. Cursed. Right Rain now. is what hell, hell of a yeah. looks. Hell of a weather condition. I think I'm going to propose that after this season, I think Ray is getting an honorary mention to be entered into the Bag Gitter Hall of Fame for Overwatch Esports. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going to the Bag Gitter Hall of Fame um, for Overwatch Esports. He's going to be, uh, he's an illustrious group up there. But think about this. He like, Goodyear, like as you know, Goodyear's is coaching with Chung Du, steps down, becomes honorary advisor. Don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, I'm assuming right. he's getting paid money. Then... Comes back, it's like he like, and then he, I think, let, let's remember all the Ray timeline. So he head coach for a year, then honorary advisor for a year, right? And then he comes back and then leaves again, if I'm remembering properly. And then now he's back to head coach Spark after the APAC explosion. I need to find his Liquipedia. But I, I just think like any... 2019 coach, and then yes. 2020 he skipped almost the entirety of 2020 and then 2020 to 2022 he was the coach and then the advisor for three months yeah so i think he's well i guess he's not quite there actually that's not as bad as i thought like i for for some reason i was under the impression that he had been he had had more of that honorary coaching thing but he kind of just did like he just coached and oh, because he casted for a year in 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because he went to cast, and then he became, and then he did 2021. And then, yeah, no, actually, no. Actually, no, he's not quite, he's not illustrious enough to enter the Bag Gitter Hall of Fame. He's not, he's not nearly close enough to that level. Never mind. Ray, you're still safe. You have not entered the Bag Gitter Hall of Fame. Still a good, still overall. Also, your results are way better than most of the Bag Gitter Hall of Fame, to be fair. So, <laughs> Ray, you're actually just, uh, just, a good, just a good coach. A good, good community figure, probably. Only one that make the Chengdu magic work so far. But now he's on Spark. And I want to know also if the, the secondary part of that, if the shy leave rumor is true, um, that's Chinese players. How is that going to work? Exactly. I don't know. Still? Yeah. yeah. I saw something this morning 
just like you know how there are these like random twitter accounts that just tweet like global news and you're like how the fuck am i supposed to believe you about like a global you know like random news or whatever but there was like one yeah. account that was just like uh china bans like south korean visas or something like that so i don't know if that's true or you know what capacity it was just like you know 100 characters in a tweet but you know that's that's something to uh look out for too if you know south korean players can't maybe i should google this before saying this on the you podcast. should 100 <laughs> percent google that uh but um yeah actually cnn china stops issuing short-term visas for south koreans so oh, there you go yeah, there washington you go. journal too china holds visas from south korea and japan in response to covid restrictions so yeah uh, who, who knows how you know how this would uh more likely that China would move out of China and go to Yeah, I yeah. from the initial Yes, it what is. What I saw it from is. the yes, but you know what I saw from like it's the beginning of the season didn't seem like an answer. Yeah, it didn't seem like it that was gonna be an answer that was gonna occur, but it, I don't know. So yeah, I'm uh, either way, Ray with like a super team potentially is very exciting. So I guess you could argue that Chengdu Hunters in the past was like in their most their last iteration when they had like Monk and, and Evil Tool and like Gaga and stuff who was like considered the best Chinese main tank, right? Like the most flexible, at least, coming into the league. Like, and they still had Leave, etc. Like, you could argue that that was a Chinese super team as well in many capacities. Um, but potentially Spark could be the, the most Chinese super team to ever Chinese super team, if that's what happens which would be insanely exciting to get like players like shy and um i mean realistically outside of shy you really just need chengdu hunters um i guess maybe you could get like super rich and stuff super rich but like super rich honestly i mean you still i still take xerneas aka evil toll yeah uh, over like super rich right and then like uh, really it's just like an off tank type of situation but like gaga's pretty flexible and like there's really only one amazing chinese off tank i can think of that's like but he's kind of like had an interesting pass so far with Lige. So, okay. like, I don't know. It's worth mentioning that Roy was also, he was the coach, right? When he benched Ivaltal for the 2021 playoffs. Because of the uh, anime drama. I believe so, is so. when they did the Nisha Xerneas like thing. But I mean, like, yeah. once again, I mean, like, I it seems like after that, because... Then they went to charge and had a pretty successful, like a pretty, like he didn't have any issues supposedly. It's just the charge wasn't very good. Like after they like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's an interesting situation. It's, sure. it's a very interesting position for this team to be in, if with Ray at the helm, I think. So yeah, I hope they put forth, uh, put forth a great team. I, I freaking love these Chinese orgs and like the Chinese award scene. So you now please make the shy lead thing happen finally. It would just be a blessing for the 2023 season. Uh, all right. Uh, sorry, Costa just sent me a direct message. Uh, so I had to read it. But all right. He can't Wait, even communicate over then? audio Did anymore. you only just get the message I sent you? No, I, I just want to read our DMs during the show. But I figured I'd read it, actually. But... You know, it's uh, it, really, you know, wait, that's how lagging his uh, lagging, bro. That was like 15 minutes ago, bro. I'm, it's fine, I'm, we're doing great. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm producing over here, all right. I can't, I can't respond. I, to you fine. I thought you said it just arrived. I, I like no, you said no. it just arrived, and I was curious to know if my internet was so shit it took me 15 minutes to send a Discord. No. <laughs> that would be that would Each pixel just being hand delivered via mail, yeah. 
uh, when they arrived. Yeah. All right, we got one more final segment before we head out, and we don't need to make it a long one either. But I think it'd be apt because so many of the daily posts on the competitive award subreddit is all about this player is rumored to go here, and you know, Costa dips out again. You have Halo of Thoughts, you know, tweeting out his rumors, and like, you know, credit to Halo, you know, he gets some things right, he gets some things wrong. So it's not all out of thin air. But, you know, we got this leak mafia thing. I have no fucking idea what this leak mafia thing is, but people, you know, tweet about it like it's, it's like eight teenagers that are all tweeting from one account, pretty much. Yeah. Like mafia. Oh, God. <laughs> now I disconnected from OBS. Oh. Jesus Christ. Did my internet die now? But you, Wait, I can hear you that? guys. We so. can still see you and hear you. Reconnection successful. Are we successful. still live then? What the fuck? Now, okay, now we're still live. What is what the happening? Fuck? Well, I, so we're back what? on YouTube, I think. But um, the call, it He's was just dead. OBS. He's fucking dead. <laughs> He's VVO fucking was dead. fine. So I could speak <laughs> to Avast and Joss during that time. But apparently uh, the disconnection to, 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 to YouTube cut out. Dude, so. LA, get your shit together. Wait, you're in and died as well? No, no, just OBS died. My internet is fine because no, I could speak to Jaws and Avast, but the YouTube thing died. I don't know why. I just great. internet outages. Yeah, I don't know. But my internet didn't go out, so I don't know what the problem was. Uh, so, anyway. But, with all this leak mafia shit going on, and these teenagers just spreading rumors that people apparently <laughs> believe... Uh, these teenagers... I, I figured we'd create some player moves by ourselves. So, uh, yeah, the, the topic is too long for the bar. I don't give a shit anymore. But... So I figured, what was, let's create some rumors on the show, guys. You know, one rumor is, okay? <laughs> let's create some rumors here. What is one okay. player you want to so go to see to a team? What is one player you want to see join a team that uh, you don't have any inside information from? Maybe you do have inside information from. What, what's a move you want to see happen? Could be Dante to the Gladiators, for example. I've heard, I've heard so much about Dante to the Gladiators, guys. So, you know, let's get on that. I want to see Yaki go to the Glads as well. I want to see Yaki go to Glads just so him and Kebster can take a dookie on the league and I can finally cash in. I'm going to be honest. I've been cashing in a lot of smug bucks this offseason. I think a lot of times I've been cashing in a lot of smug bucks. I need one final huge withdrawal of smug when Yaki and Kebster, if that's a duo, then to take yeah, a big Does anyone keep track of when you just say shit and then like you don't Yeah, a lot it, of people right? do. Who holds 100%. you accountable? Because so a lot far, of people. A the Yaki one has not paid dividends. And here's of, the thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Are you telling me this. if Yaki ends up in the same team as Kevster that Yaki's going to play? In what meta does Yaki play over Kevster? I'm just, I would play with. I think he'd play with Kevster. Yeah, well, what meta? I think it'd, it could be any meta. Genji Kevster Tracer? Literally any meta. Genji Tracer, like Wait, you have Echo. We play so much hit like, scan. If you play hit scan, you just I put think... Kevster on the hit scan. Kevster can play Yaki hit scan. Tracer, Kevster's really man. good at Kevster. Or Kevster's really good at Kevster. Kevster's really good at Kevster. really good at Kevster. My brain. Kevster's really good at Kevster. Kevster's really good at scan. So you want Kevster to be proper, and you want him to just pick up the hit scan role whenever it's necessary, or would you rather see them pick up Yaki I mean, and a hit scan? I think I'd be fine with him getting Yaki and a hit scan too. But I don't think I don't see why Kevster can't. Personally, I don't see why Kevster can't be proper. Like Kevster's really insanely fucking flexible. Except for Reaper. Sure, but I mean, fuck, I mean, whatever. Like, okay. <laughs> sure. Like, for, you know, fuck. Yeah, you can have Yaki play Reaper. You know, like, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. If I oh, pick yeah, up okay. Kilo, Kilo and Yaki, then, you know, we're cooking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I, I think I, it's I don't pretty know. nasty. 
I think it'd be I think it'd be a good signing for the Gladiators. As I said, my big concern is that I'm worried that like Yaku will join and we'll just see Kepsa primarily, and like that it won't make sense why Yaku's on this roster. But as I said, if it goes into a trace again, you met up fucking Yaku Kepsa, gonna go crazy. So I, I I got no major issue with it. But profit to Glads. I now I'm trying to think of my. I was gonna list. say profit, profit does to say Glads. that he has a team. So. Or profit to Soul Infernal, yeah. just to the other Soul team. I think if profit, profit, the only duo fine. I find currently nastier on the market than like a Yaki Kepster is a Profit Kepster. Profit Kepster would fuck that would go unimaginably crazy. hard. That would fuck unimaginably yeah. hard. It would go. It would be a little too greasy and nasty. What is the current rumor with Fletter? Is that, that is Valorant. 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 That's literally the rumor. Is that the rumor or is that no, confirmed? That's, that's the rumor. Ritual. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Alright, hear me out. I also heard profit to Valorant, but you know, let's not. Alright, hear me out. Profit to New York Excelsior. And they're pretending <laughs> everyone. Right now they're 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 like, oh yeah, don't worry, we're still doing it, but then they're gonna drop they're like, like the fattest roster. Okay, okay. And they're just That's... gonna sign everyone that would legit. Be ridiculous. We're gonna get we're gonna get fits. We're gonna get profit. We're gonna Fletcher get as well. Gesture's gonna come back and be the tank for New York Excelsior. <sighs> then we're gonna have Arnimo come back oh, and no. play Lucio. Jonat comes and out of retirement. Jonat's <laughs> out of retirement. And we have a New York Okay, Excelsior that would be roster. fucking crazy. That would be the biggest heel turn of all time. Yeah. Like, guys, we're, we're, we're totally <laughs> making a marginalized gender roster we don't care about, and we know it's dumb. Actually, JK, here's, here's <laughs> New York. You're like, that would be such an insane <laughs> heel turn. That would be like I would, I would, I would say I'd respect New York immensely if they literally just said like, actually fuck your 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 progression of marginalized genders. <laughs> like <laughs> this, this is like you guys care so much about this. Actually, we're just assholes. Here's this. Here's all. Here's all the old New York players. Like that would be insane villain material. Insane villain material. I'd love to see. I'd hundred percent be fucking down. I'll throw another one out. Hotbar on. to Soul Infernal. Return. Because who, who do they have right now? They uh, have uh, the two damage players. That's it, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Hotbar to fucking Soul. Because it'd yeah. actually be a return to Philadelphia Fusion. Where to Philadelphia is, uh, Fusion, yeah. yeah. But if it's that is kind of true. Yeah. That would be kind of wild, actually. I wouldn't mind that. We don't know where Hotbar's going That'd be kind of right spicy. That'd be kind of spicy. Yeah. I've heard that Hotbar is an attractive asset. A lot of a lot of teams want Hotbar. Sato, Sato, Sato to Inferno. To Sato. Inferno. Sato. Sato what's Sato up to? He's 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 could still make it. He was fucking great in 2020, right? Toronto that was pretty decent. Toronto Defiant. Yeah, he he was all right on that Toronto Defiant. It was like him and Hisu trying to pave the way with Mr. Tracer. Yeah, I don't think he was bad. He it was like he was solid at least. Yeah. I don't think he had like a particularly standout time, but he definitely was solid. That's a possibility. Yeah. There you go. But that's it. I don't have any more players. Any no, no more, no more players that you guys just can't wait to see get signed in the league. No. I've got even mostly because I have nine minutes, so I have to leave. So. Oh, All right. <laughs> well, All right, we sorry. we can give you some. We can give you a what, what's the what, what's it called when they in, in Zoom meetings when they're like we'll give you five minutes of your time back or something like that. They always say that at the end of meetings, like if you end the meetings early, they're just like, oh, we'll give you five minutes of your time back for the day or something. Can like I have that. internet? I think it depends. Instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trade yeah let's give you some of your internet. internet. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that.
All right, let's just head the fuck out there. Uh, Brent's player of the week. <laughs> let's just head out. Brent's player of the week. Uh, LA, LA Internet Company. LA Internet, <laughs> LA yeah. Internet LA Infinite Structure. Yeah, let's do that. Fuck it. Let, let's Making make a it funny episode. Clear. Who is actually your internet provider, Costa? Bel Air Internet. Bel Air. Never even heard of them. No, I've never heard of them. What the fuck? They, they're they're a business provider. They do it. They're, they're usually really good. They're they're they're, they're good. They're solid. As I said, I think oh. it, like our whole area, not just like our internet, is like thing. I think right. it's just old old infrastructure out here. To be fair, I did get the flood building. warning on my phone. No, yeah. but it, I think the infrastructure around it, like the building, it has to work off of the lines that are right in the ground well did it flood because i got flood warnings uh yeah we, like, we had flood warnings. it's been raining for fucking it's it's been all yeah yeah R rolled there's been lots of floods here too shout out bel air so. internet brent's player of the week yeah yeah I'm making this it. episode funny people want to people want to know where they think uh people want us to speculate where jake is going i think i think jake is gonna team oh. up with jaws for uh, for broadcast talent this upcoming year so there the, the jaws and jake jj, JJ duo jaws and the, jake. The jj reddick I think I Jake is going to be the desk. He's not going to be on the desk. He's going to be. He's the gonna desk. be. He's gonna take. Ja he's gonna take Danny's role because he can. He can translate uh, and think. Yeah. He's gonna be his own host and his own analyst, and he's just there gonna be go. a one man band. None of us desk. are getting picked up next year. Jake is just the broadcast. Gonna be a one man he's gonna cast. Oh, <laughs> you meant, oh, you meant that he's, he's sing single handedly make, like it's the desk product. And to be fair, well. I actually was going from the direction that he was going to be the physical desk, and you're going to. That's lay what your I thought as well, and I was oh, very. Okay, but, <laughs> but you know what? It must be. I was very much <laughs> that, looking forward uh, to the Angela Siegler drawing of Jake as, as a physical manifestation of the desk while we actually talk. Like, and he's he just, is a table. Yeah. He is the the. He's got good table. core strength. He's got good core strength. That, that is true. He can hold the plank. He can hold the there plank. There you go. Yeah. Jake is now a table. The desk. Yeah. Epic. Yeah, you, I don't. I don't think anyone. Knows what Jake's want to do. Nice. He's just queuing ranked and streaming. So, uh, <laughs> you know, legend. Yeah, friends throughout the week. LA Internet Company, specifically Bel Air Woo! Internet, uh, supporting Custa. We thank you, Custa, for joining us from the 1950s. Hope to have you <laughs> on again next week. Hopefully, the next 70 years go well. Yeah, yeah well, hope, fingers crossed. We do have rain coming on on Saturday, Friday, and, and Sunday. So, best of luck to you, Custa. It's going to be a wild week of streams for you. Um, I'm in Toronto. No, or no I'm getting the fuck out of yeah, here and going to something way colder. That's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know if you Plus have free me. internet on your phone, but I do, so I can just plug in my internet and you know. No, I yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna plug my own stream. I'm going to the liquid facility. I'm gonna stream out of there today. Whoa, so we'll see how that goes. Holy shit! Sponsored okay. streamer Pogcham. Check it out. Yeah, pretty Check lit. It out. Pretty Sponsored lit. Pog. All right. Thank you so much for uh, for for tuning in today uh platchat episode 159 i think it is uh that was one heck of an episode we'll see you guys next week and hopefully we have some news then because there were like new news this this week so Fuck please all. give us more news more news guys we'd appreciate that take care everybody thank you uh oh.